Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. Renegades are going to play two this afternoon as we're just about ready to get baseball going here at Vivian Field. Welcome in, everyone, on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined all night by Blake Gazaway here, and we are just about ready to play two ball games here this afternoon and evening. Two seven-inning doubleheaders about to take place between the Jefferson City Renegades and the Carroll Merchants. Like I said, just about ready to go. A couple minutes before first pitch here at the ballpark as the umpires and head coaches are currently meeting just on home plate and in the batter's boxes, which means it's almost time for lineup introductions here at the stadium and almost time for baseball. Well, it was a heartbreaker last night for the Renegades as it looked like for most of it that they were about to win their fourth straight and jump to over 500 for the first time all year long right up until that they came into a disastrous ninth inning against the St. Joseph Mustangs where they gave up four runs, three of them with two outs, and eventually were walked off with two outs in the bottom of the ninth and lost by a final score of 6-5. to five. It was a heartbreaker and now an opportunity for the Renegades to get right back on track. If they got a shot to take two today, they'll place the Carroll Merchants twice the second and third times on the season that they're playing the Merchants. They were supposed to meet up for a doubleheader back on Sunday, June 5th. Got the first game in, a 3-2 Renegades win before the second game was then rained out. So only played once so far. This is the last two times that these two teams will meet as they are in opposite division, so won't meet up again after today. But it's going to be two games today between the Renegades and the Merchants. 
So as we move closer and closer to the first pitch here at the ballpark, as we're doing lineup introductions here, let me get you the lineups tonight for the Renegades and the Merchants. First for your 12 and 12 visiting Carroll Merchants, and they're going to lead it off with Andrew Schroeder, the shortstop, followed by Michael Alt in center field. Parker Ingram bats third and plays left for the Merchants. Meanwhile, Caleb Freeman, the catcher, bats cleanup. Seth Christensen, he's at third base tonight and hits fifth, while Jordan Matthewson is at second tonight in the number six spot. Danny Schweitzer is in right field, hitting seven. Meanwhile, Hunter Reed takes first base tonight and bats eighth. And Noah Duttler, the DH, will round out the lineup for the Merchants. Meanwhile, Caden Johnson is on the mound tonight. So once again, for the Merchants lineup, it's going to be Schroeder, Alt, Ingram, Freeman, Christensen, Matthewson, and Schweitzer, Reed, Duttler with Johnson on the mound. Now we'll go back to the Renegades starting lineup as it's just about to be announced here at the field. So let me get to you that one as well. Adonis Forte leads off and plays center field. Colby Ott batting second, also playing second base tonight. Luke Fuller, we've seen him all over the diamond. He's at catcher tonight, and he bats third for the Renegades. Jackson Lovich, the shortstop, bats cleanup, followed by Brennan Perkins. He's in right tonight and bats fifth. Cole Wagner in left. He's a number six hitter, followed by Colin Shreves. Pitched last night. He's at third base tonight, hitting seventh. Nolan Drill in the lineup, batting eighth and DHing and Ian Nolf to round out the lineup bats tonight to place first with Caleb Carricker making the start for the Renegades. So one more time, Forte, Ott Fuller, Lovich, Perkins, Wagner, Shreves, Drill, Nolf with Carricker taking the mound. Renegades now at 9-10, and 10, their three-game winning streak snapped last night. But they have a chance to get right back into it, especially if they can take both. Would once again push them over 500 for the first time all year long. They're 1-0 versus Carroll. And not only that, the Renegades, we look at the division standings. They're only one game back of the first place Joplin Outlaws, an Outlaws team that the Renegades are 3-2 and two against on the season. So as we're just here before first pitch, let's bring in Blake for the first time all night. Blake, you think it's going to be a tough task today for the Renegades to bounce back, especially after the way last night's game ended? You know, it definitely left a, a bad taste in their mouth, I think, from how the game ended last night. It just kind of ran out of steam there. You know that St. Joe's a tough squad year in and year out. They're very much like Clorinda, the A's, that you could have a 10-run lead and until they uh, call the game early or, you know, it's the final out, that uh, it's not a safe lead of any kind. So we apologize. We think we're on air now, so believe everything is good to go. Had a couple technical issues. Today is a perfect example of Mother Nature. The sun is out, and it's playing havoc. It's killed Joe's, uh, uh, his uh, uh, iPad. It overheated, got to the critical temperature uh, notification on that, and I think it was causing some issue with our broadcast. So our pregame kind of went in and out, but so far we're so we're good on it. So hopefully uh, we apologize. Hopefully we'll we'll just get that out of the way and we'll be good the rest of the night. Hope so. And we've talked about how bad the sun is right in our eyes at 7 p.m. At 5 p.m. it's even worse. So, but with that, we're gonna head to a quick break here. First pitch just around the corner. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades and Merchants. Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Ceremonial first pitch just being thrown here at Vivian Field, along with the ceremonial cleaning of the plate as well. And Blake, that's your daughter out there. That's got to be fun to watch. Yeah, she's uh, she she spends a lot of time at the ballpark here this year. A little different with. Uh, with summer school, so she did a nice job cleaning the plate. I, I told her she's going to have to just step up and do it because at, at that point she was the only kid at the ballpark here. So there's others that have joined now, but, uh, yeah, there for a little while she was she was it. Yeah, with the Renegades playing two today, not the, the normal-sized crowd that we're used to, at least not yet, as I'm sure once we get closer and closer and maybe the heat dies down a little bit, this thing will start to fill in. But, anyway, we're about to get going for the first of tonight's two games. Schroeder just a minute away from stepping into the box to lead it off for the Merchants as Caleb Carricker looking to take them out and continue what has been a pretty impressive streak of Renegades starting pitching. Do you think that continues tonight with Carricker, Blake? I hope so. You know, after after last night's game, uh, they had a strong pitching performance. They had a strong pitching performance and then uh, couldn't come back there at the end and hold on to that lead. But, you know, with the doubleheader, it, it's something that obviously for a lot of these players, they, they play uh, spring ball. They might do some stuff in the uh, in the fall, but they're playing spring ball, spring season, obviously playing some summer ball now. But this is a little different than what normally it is for them. And so having these doubleheaders, we talked about it, it's just there's just no way to cut it. It's just hot. So for them to uh, be out here, we're probably not going to see much overlap. We we'll, should have a different crew in game two than we had here in game one. Um, might have somebody that's DHing and playing or vice versa, but as far as as uh, playing on a position, probably not. But uh, for them, though, you know, they've got to stay hydrated, got to stay with that, but it's a little different environment. And we've got to remember, too, these are college kids. These are not pro ball players yet. So that's something that pro guys can do doubleheaders seemingly all day every day of the year but for our guys we gotta you know we gotta build them up to that absolutely and you talked about too coming off a lot of them playing spring seasons that's something that Ross Lovich talked about when he was on the broadcast a couple nights ago someone who played at Mizzou in the SEC all spring and then now come in and be playing this body's feeling it a little bit but Carricker is ready to go and his first pitch to Schroeder has fired in there a strike Carricker got the win in one of his most recent starts that was a little over a week ago and Joplin when he went five and a third struck out two and gave up two earned runs and now back on the mound to face Schroeder and misses outside with the ball so one and one now to the leadoff hitter of the Merchants. Yeah like I said just a little different atmosphere for them it's it's a different temperature a different thing the ball games are just a little bit different in the summer. 1-1 pitch from Carricker grounded off to the left side that's foul and past the third base coach who tried to 
make a stab at it. And I think he got some booze <laughs> from the dugout. Yeah, the uh, dugout did not approve of his effort there on that play. Tried to barehand that one on a shortstop, and the uh, the dugout let him have it. Some playful booze, booze in his direction for the third base coach. But now Carragher had one ball and two strikes on Schroeder into the lineup. And here's the delivery. This one in there, and it's going to be hit out to center field. Forte coming in and makes the catch route number one. Only had to come in a couple steps before retiring Schroeder to get things underway. Aldana spends a lot of time out there in the outfield, really just on patrol. You know, he's very fast. We know he's about one of the fastest players, if not the fastest, on the Renegades. So really easy work for him coming a few steps right there to out number one. And especially for Forte, he just kind of glides towards the ball. It doesn't even look like he's going top speed, having to exhort a lot of effort, and then he just always finds himself underneath the ball as first pitch to Alt is in there. A strike now, no balls, and one strike on Alt, betting second and playing center field today for the Merchants. We are in the first of 14 innings between these two squads over the next couple hours. This one lined to left. It is going to drop in front of the left fielder, Wagner, and that's a one-out single as Alt goes opposite way for the first hit for the Merchants. Yeah, tough for Wagner there as that uh, landed in front of him, but he's got to commit and make a choice, either come up and uh, for sure try to make a grab on that. If he doesn't, it goes past him, and that's going to be extra bases or let it bounce in front of him and hold the uh, batter to just one, one base. It's now Parker Ingram stepping in, batting third and playing left. I have to say, the Merchants have some blue camo jerseys that they're sporting. I'm kind of a fan of them. Yeah, I like them. So now one on, one out. Carricker having to go to the stretch. His first pitch to Ingram misses low and away to a ball. Only the second ball that Carricker has thrown to the now three batters that he's faced. First baseman Nolf does hold the runner alt on at first. And he gets to have Nolf, Ott, Lovich, and Shreves from right to left going around the infield. Here's the 1-0. And this one nabs the outside corner now, one ball and one strike. Like this home plate umpire's got a good verbal cue for a strike and not uh, not the delayed call like we've seen much of the season, it seems. Just underway here at Vivian Field. Merchants just got the first base run on a one-out single to left by Michael Alt. He's now at first, and a one-ball, one-strike count to Ingram is going to have to wait his character through over to first. A good decision there, trying to keep him honest, keep him on the base path. I would say uh, I'd pull up the stats, but I can tell you I can't see anything from here, so I don't know if he's a uh, base-running threat of sorts right now. You would think maybe someone out in center field would at least have some speed as this pitch misses low and away for ball two. Yeah, that's the good assumption. I mean, that's obviously there's enough warranted there to uh, try to keep him as close to that bag as possible. It's tough with Carroll because some of these teams that we've played so many times, like Sedalia and Joplin, I've kind of started to figure out, okay, who's a threat, who's not, because we've played them five or six games. This is only like game two as this pitch hit high in the air to left. Going back is Wagner. He's at the wall, and it's up against the wall for extra bases. It did stay in the yard, but runners are going to move up to second and third and just in time, and he's actually going to be tagged out at second base. Great decision, great lead. Uh, let me try that again. Great decision and and great uh, turn on that throw as Lovich just turned and gunned to second. Knew he didn't have a chance to get the runner at third. Wisely throws it to second to get out number two. That right there could be a game changer as instead of having runners on second and third with one out, you now have one runner on third but two outs. I was not watching Ingram out of the box, but I'm going to take a guess here with how long that ball was in the air and how far it was hit how he did not end up at second base i really have no idea yeah, i was watching the ball too i don't know if he stumbled out of it or he's just just slow getting on the horse but a major heads up by jackson lowage there to throw to second realizing the runner was already gonna have third and even that still looked like it was gonna be a bang bang play and lovich just getting the tag down to get ingram on to second base so renegades 
Now the base runner, thanks to a good relay from La from Wagner to Lovich to Ott, and now there's a runner on third with two outs. Yeah, that was a good play there, good decision all the way around. 1-0 pitch to Freeman off the outside corner. So now two balls and no strikes on the catcher batting cleanup tonight for the Merchants. RBI opportunity. Carricker just gave up what a long fly ball to left field that hit off the wall, but thanks to some good Renegades defense, runner was out trying to go to second on a ball that looked like it was going to be extra bases all the way. 2-0 to Freeman is in there. That's a call strike. So now 2-1 and one count on the catcher for Carroll. That one looked good enough that uh, Freeman watched it all the way into the catcher's glove knew it was a strike. So Carricker an out away from pitching a scoreless first. He's got to deal with a runner on third base, though, and the lefty batting catcher Freeman ahead in a two-ball, one-strike count. Pitch is fouled off, and now a strike away, two balls and two strikes on Freeman. Jack Matashak comes out and was going to retrieve it, but Luke Fuller comes back and gets it. So got to say, so far, I'm very impressed. Again, was impressed the game a few nights ago that uh, Fuller caught behind home plate. Didn't know he was uh, a catcher, and he's done quite well. So starting it off again behind home plate tonight, today, tonight, whatever it is. Matashak, I would guess, would be in the lineup for game two, played last night, and not in this one as this pitch is outside now three and two. Yeah, I believe you're correct on that. I can't recall everybody for game two, but I have seen the projected starters, so I believe you're right on that. Some of the ones off the top of my mind, maybe we'll see Matashek, Ross Lovich, one of the other outfielders. But we'll have that for you in game two. Big pitch coming, three balls, two strikes to Freeman, and this one's fouled off, so we'll do it again directly in front of us. Off the backstop, Carricker looking to get through this inning scoreless after the Renegades threw out Parker Ingram trying to stretch one into a double. Runner moved up to third on the play. That's all. That's where he currently stands. But there's two outs. Otherwise, if not for a perfect relay, we'd have second and third with only one out in this inning. Yeah, and like we said, that's a decision there. The Levich has got a chance to go either way. Had his back for a good chunk of the way, but was able to sneak a little peek and decided to go to second, which was the right decision. 3-2 pitch. Fouled once again. This one hit a little better down the right field line, but it gets out of play. If he wasn't just a little bit out in front of that one, he turned on that, but was... Not going to stay fair. You're right about that. He just got a little bit too too far in front of him. Otherwise, that's probably trouble. the very least, that's potentially down the right field line for extra bases if he's not out in front. So we'll do the 3-2 for the third time. And now we're going to have to do it for a fourth as another pitch fouled off. A good battle here between Carricker and Freeman. Yeah, that one got the uh, dust and dirt off the net up there. So Carricker looking to get the final out of this inning, but Freeman really making him work for it. Three straight foul balls in a row and a 3-2 count. Character did not go deep into the other three at-bats. Didn't throw more than four pitches to a single batter, but here's he's now pushing eight or nine here to Freeman alone. 3-2 pitch, runner off a third, and this one is just low and inside for ball four. Did not miss by much. Yeah, we talked about it the game a couple of games ago that we, we broadcast together. It's another call I wouldn't want to take a second time because I think the verdict might change on it. So now Christensen, an opportunity from the right side, playing third base tonight. He's now got runners at the corners. Alt single to moved up to third on the Ingram base hit and just walking in a 3-2 pitch with Freeman. This one hit to left. Wagner looks to have a play. Only a couple steps needed and makes the catch shoulder high to end of the Joe, inning. That was Joe Cool out there in left field. So thanks to some good defense for the Renegades, they keep the Merchants scoreless. We'll head to the bottom of the first inning on the Show Me Sports Network 0-0 ball game. 
Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Renegades coming to the plate here in the bottom of the first inning, just underway in the first of two games tonight here at Vivian Field between the Carroll Merchants and the Jefferson City Renegades. Merchants got a couple of hits in that top of the first, but one of them on a ball that Parker Ingram hit off the wall. He was thrown out trying to stretch it into a double, and thanks to that, the Renegades able to stay off the board. Otherwise, that ball that was hit to end the inning comes with one out, and that's a sacrifice fly. So, Carricker living right at least early, and now the Renegades looking to do some damage as we'll see Forte, Ott, and Fuller, one, two, three, in the order. We've seen that a few times this season where runners get thrown out at second base, just good relay, a, a good play on there uh, we've been guilty of it a few times ourselves we've seen other teams hit into it as well so that was just a great heads up play there so Caden Johnson the right-handed pitcher taking the mound this afternoon for the merchants you'd think with these games being seven innings that there's a shot that each each starting pitcher works pretty deep into the ball game last night between the Mustangs and the Renegades the Mustangs starter went seven meanwhile the Renegades Brady Maltby went six so if that's anything that like that tonight, we won't see a whole lot of mound visits and calls from the bullpen. That's the theory, anyways, at least from a coaching standpoint and a uh, pitching uh, a uh, pitcher count that uh, makes you happy when that when that happens. So Forte now stepping in to lead things off. Been a presence at the number one spot in the order for the Renegades all season long, and he's back there again. We'll and is now ready to go. First pitch delivered to Forte is fouled straight back for strike one. Leave it just a hair under that. Going to come out first pitch swinging. Johnson, the right-hander, facing the left-handed batting Forte. I know you've had a little bit longer to look at it than I have for the lineup for game two, and we'll get to that in just a second after this 0-1 pitch to Forte as it is bounced in there now 1-1. One one. If they're looking to split for the two games, and I would guess Forte is not in the lineup, who do you think has a shot to lead off for game two? That's a great question. My, my, first, my first guess would maybe be Ty Wilmsmeyer. I know Ross Lovich did it a few times early in the year. Yeah, I think I think Wilmsmeyer might be in the top two for sure. We've Usually when he's been in the lineup, it feels like he's been in that number two or number three spot when Forte's been leading off. But if you remember the cu first couple of games of the season before Forte was here, it was kind of mix and match every game. But one-two pitch, for two, two Forte is low. So now we're even at two balls and two strikes. Forte has been a good spark here for the Renegades. He was a late addition, or it's not real late, but uh, had a few games on our belt before he showed up, but he's been an asset for sure. 
and played a great defensive center field to go with his great work at the plate. It's not going to go well here, though, as he swings and misses, and he is out number one, and Johnson's off and running with the strikeout, swinging to get his night started. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to lay off that pitch either. Johnson went with the heat, and Forte swung through it. Going to double-check the stats here, but I believe last time I checked, Forte still hitting over 400, and when you're getting that type of production out of your leadoff hitter, no, he didn't show it there, but that's someone the Renegades have been able to turn to night in and night out, but he is retired. Chanel Colby out the second baseman stepping in. Righty-righty matchup in the first pitch is just below the knees for a ball. Good take there by Ott. Yeah, that one broke very quickly there at the end, just fell off uh, rather rapidly. Didn't miss by a whole lot, but certainly a little bit below the knees. So now Ott ahead, one ball and no strikes. Johnson back in there and gets him to chase here. So now we're even a ball and a strike. Yeah, Ott took a big cut there, but just couldn't find any connection. Seems like Johnson was not working too quickly in that first at bat to Forte, but has now picked up the speed, at least the first couple of pitches to Ott. But I don't think anyone was as fast as the Mustang starter last night as this one swung on a missed for strike two. Seemed about when I was trying to explain when the Renegades were batting last night with, with Mason Holton starting before I could barely even get out a thought. He was already into the windup for his next pitch. A little different story here with Caden Johnson. But he gets strike three called out, and that's back-to-back -back strikeouts to get his night going. He looks sharp early. I don't know about that pitch. Was certainly closer than the two that Ott swung on and missed at. Maybe he was thinking he'd go down and away for a third straight time and didn't even take the bat off his shoulder there. So he's retired looking. Now two Ks for, for Johnson. Gets Forte and on. It's going to be up to Luke Fuller to try and get this bottom of the first inning going. Fuller catching tonight. We've seen him play third, DH, even right field in Nevada last week. But he's behind the dish tonight and looks at a ball one here below the knees to get his at-bat going. Often seen Fuller up in this three or four spot in the lineup when he's hit there for the Renegades. He was in the four spot last night, scored a run. This one swung on a miss. Now we're even a ball and a strike. Fuller also played a big role in Saturday's walk-off win when the Renegades' Taylor Hopkins, a pinch hit single down the right field line that scored Fuller from second base. Floor now on a one ball, one strike count. Johnson into the lineup, and here's the delivery. Swung on and fouled off. So now we're at a ball and two strikes. I think that one might have caught the catcher back there. Johnson looking to strike out all three Renegades batters here in this bottom of the first inning. He got Forte swinging, Ott looking, and now is ahead. One, two on Luke Fuller. Jackson Lovich waiting on deck. If this inning were to continue, Fuller looking to give the Renegades their first base runner after the Merchants got two hits in the top of the first. Did not score a run, though. One, two to four on the way. This one up in, and now we're even. Yeah, he has a chance here to be patient. Look for that pitch. We know he's got uh, some, some bad speed. He's got some bad hop to him, so. Fuller back in. And here comes the two-ball, two-strike pitch. Swung on, grounded out to short, moving to his left, and on a nice hop. Did the shortstop get the ball? Nope, it, it got through. into left field. It was hard to see with the sun, but it got under the shortstop glove of Schroeder, and that's into left field for a two-out single. Yeah, it wasn't anything fancy there, just a slow roller, but I think the uh, I think the shortstop thought it was going to have a little bit more hop to it, but it did not. Exactly, yeah. It was a it was a one-hopper, and it did not bounce up far off the ground. I thought he was able to pick it pretty much out of the dirt, but just didn't get the glove down enough into it to get it. And the way he kind of kept running, I thought he had it, but that ball ended up in left center field. So a two-out base hit brings up Jackson Lovich. Just hit his first homer of the season in this ballpark on Sunday. Swings and misses here to get his at-bat going. 
Well, he's trying to make it back-to-back uh, -back home games with a homer. Floor not a ton of speed at first base. Does not have a big lead. He's held on by Hunter Reed at first. Johnson have to pitch out of the stretch for the first time. And he's ahead 0-1 to Lovich, playing shortstop tonight. Fouls this one off, and now it's a no-ball two-strike count. Still scoreless here. Renegades trying to rally some offense. Renegades have won their past two home games. They were in the midst of a three-game win streak until they blew a 5-2 lead in the ninth last night. Ended up losing 6-5, but have a really great opportunity to get back out of here today because not only do they play one game, they've got a chance to grab two if they can do it against the Merchants. Only faced them once this year. They're 1-0. 0-2 pitch to Lovich is upstairs. Now we're at a ball and two strikes. They're trying to get him to chase a little bit high there, but uh, didn't go for it. So after after Caden Johnson struck out the first two batters, single to Luke Fuller, and now ahead one ball and two strike on Lovich. Johnson sets. Longer look into the catcher behind the plate. Freeman, and here's the one-two inside, and now two balls and two strikes. Lovich really antsy on that uh, front foot, you know, showing that he's keeping his weight back on that back foot, but if you watch him, he'll pick it up and put it down. When the pitcher takes a long look in, that really gets him picking that foot up, setting it down. Doesn't pick it up much, just about a, maybe half inch or so. Lovich hit an RBI double last night, also stole two bases. Swung on and missed here, and that's three strikeouts in the first for Caden Johnson as he sets down Lovich to end it. So both teams go score. It's their first time to the plate. We'll head to the second, 0-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business last sentinel firearms is your federally licensed and registered type 7 ffl manufacturer dealer in missouri providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts law enforcement and individuals across the nation orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom built pistols and rifles from the ar platform made right here in missouri visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you last sentinel firearms you are your last line of defense. Back for the top of the second inning on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt, joined by Blake Gasway all night long, coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth 
I want to remind everyone to go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader and premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at moexpress.com. So Carriker gave up two hits in the first, did not allow a run. He's back out for the second and pumps in a called strike to get things going to Jordan Matthewson. It'll be Matthewson, Schweitzer, and Reed. Six, seven, eight in the merchant's order due up to get the second inning going. Zero, zero ball game. And here's Carriker's 0-1. This one bunted off to the left side. That's a perfect bunt. It just rolls up the third baseline and stops in fair territory. Not much better that you can do that, and that's a leadoff bunt single to get the second going. Yeah, that was a great decision there. He saw that on third base they were playing a little far. Nobody really over on that side, so lays it down. And yeah, it just got in a groove there. It just went parallel to the uh, to the white stripe there and ran out of gas about halfway to third. And Shreves did make a smart call there, just kind of letting it go when he realized he had no play on Matheson, hoping it would roll foul. But that ball just stopped and didn't even didn't even curve a little bit. Didn't even show an inclination that it was going to roll foul. So not much that Carriker and the Renegades can do there. This one on the first pitch is grounded to first. They throw to second for one, and no return throw to first is going to get the runner Schweitzer. So they do get the lead runner out there on a play with a first baseman Nolf through to Lovich at second base, and no one really covered the first base bag. But even if there was, I don't think the throw was going to be in time to get Schweitzer. So Renegades get an out now, one on one out. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think. That uh, the throw, even if somebody was there on the bag, would have been in time. Noel fielded that one on a hop, retiring Matthewson on his way to second base. So Schweitzer reaches, one out, one on. Two pitches and two balls put in play here for the Merchants this inning, or three pitches, excuse me. Swung on and missed by Hunter Reed. So he's now behind 0-1, bats eighth and plays first base. Steps in for his first at-bat with a runner on first and one out. Merchants through their first inning and a third at the plate. Already have three hits and a walk. They've been efficient so far at the plate, but have yet to push across a run. Pitch to Reed. Snaps in there. That's a nice off speed, and that makes it 0-2. Right Don't know if that was the slider or the curve. Couldn't really tell which way that was moving, but it certainly dropped on in there, and Reed didn't even take the bat off his shoulder. So now he's behind no balls and two strikes. Schweitzer held on at first base by Nolf. Not a bad size lead. He's not running, though. This one outside and blocked by Fuller. Snell ball on two strikes. Fuller doing a nice job sliding over, keeping that ball in front of him. Not giving the runner on first a chance to think about advancing. Pretty easy to tell when Fuller's back there behind the plate. He wears the all-red gear for the uh, the catcher, the chest protector, the mask, and the uh, leg, leg protector. So Now one ball, two strike count. Runner still at first base and one out in the top of the second. Here's the pitch. This one grounded to short. Lovich, a diving stop, and it kicks off his glove and into center field. Would have been a tremendous diving play had he been able to make it. But when he laid out, it just trickled off his glove and into center field. So both runners are safe, and that'll be a one-out single for Hunter Reed. Yeah, that's an unfortunate break there that he was not able to put the glove on it. But he does keep it from going into uh, center field. And you know, he at least got himself in front of it there. Just couldn't close the glove on it. Tough play no matter how you slice it. If he does make that play, they probably get the lead runner at second, but certainly would not have turned two. Regardless, it's now two on with one out as the Merchants continue to put base runners on. And now a pitch misses outside to the nine hitter, Noah Duller. He's ahead, one ball, no strikes. I've been impressed with the Merchants team. First year Mink League team, not the first year they played baseball. They've had baseball for many years. 
there in Iowa, but first time, first season in the Meek League right now, and very impressed with them. Renegades don't hold the runners on. 1-0 pitch is grounded to short. Let's see if they can turn two. Ott goes to second for one. Lovich's return throw is in time, and that's how you dial it up. They go 4-6-3, and that ends the inning scoreless. So we'll head to the bottom of the second inning. Renegades looking to strike first, 0-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Renegades coming to the plate now in the bottom of the second inning, facing same starting pitcher Caden Johnson out here for his second inning at work after he looked mighty good in the first, faced four batters and struck out three of them. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, there was just a little bit of a workaround that he, he had to do, but uh, nothing there and looked very commanding on the mound. You, you talked about these jerseys. They've got the uh, blue and uh, gray camouflage jerseys. It's that dark dark navy blue maybe a hair darker than the renegades blue yeah i think when the one game that we played in carroll they wore just a plain blue jersey like in the little bit lighter blue and that was pretty much it on the top with white pants but today they've got the cam on i have to say i'm a, I'm a big fan i was a fan to i think unpopular to the um, opinion too of the uh chillicothe ones with the pinstripes and the maroon i liked them First pitch misses for a ball to Perkins. It'll be Perkins, Wagner, and Shreves do up for the Renegades this inning. Ed Johnson misses with his first pitch to Perkins. This one just up high. Now 2-0 to the Renegades right fielder. Renegades wearing their white jerseys with the blue numerals, the yellow or gold lettering as well on the front and around the number, the trim on it too. Perkins in, grounds it to third base. Shortstop actually going to have to make the play. A long throw from the outfield grass, and in time to beat it out is Perkins. That's a leadoff infield single. Yeah, he legged that out, and you said tough throw as the shortstop going to his right has to stop, turn, and throw. Couldn't get it done. He legged that out. He was about three steps past the bag before the ball got there to first base. Third baseman Christensen immediately, or, uh, at the start of that play put his glove out like he was going to try and make a play, but it got past him. And then Schroeder, by the time he made that throw, he was standing in outfield grass and more than enough time for Perkins to beat it out for an infield single. And now the Renegades have a leadoff base runner to get the second inning going. So Perkins at first, Wagner in, looks at a first pitch called strike on the outside corner. Yeah, that a pretty, pretty pitch there on the outside part of the plate. Second hit of the ball game for the Renegades. Luke Fuller got a two-out hit in the first inning, and now Perkins getting one here to lead off the second. 
Johnson back to work. Here's his pitch. This one hit in the air to left. It's sinking fast. Left fielder after it. It's going to get down and foul ground for the first strike of the at-bats. That might have been a blessing that it got foul, though. I think if that was fair, left fielder would have got over there and got the ball. Left fielder Ingram gave a chase after it. You are right because he crossed over into foul territory. So if that ball does stay fair, you're right. He probably makes a catch. So good things for Wagner there, but he's now in a no-ball two-strike count after Perkins hit an infield single to shortstop to get this inning underway. But now Johnson has quickly worked in front 0-2 to Wagner, looking for his fourth strikeout already. Has retired all three out so far via the K, and now ahead 0-2 to Wagner. Here's the pitch. This one off the outside corner now, ball and two strikes. He's got to protect the plate here, but that doesn't mean that he, you know, can't be a little choosy, a little picky with what he might see. Not a big lead off of first for Perkins. He is held on by Reed. Probably not a threat to go here. As we'll do the one ball, two strike pitch to Wagner. This one hit in the air to left. Left fielder Ingram going after it. Still on the run and now slows up and makes the catch for out number one. Caught it about shoulder height and slowed up just before running it down. Off the bat, though, I thought that might have a shot to get in the gap, but Ingram was able to track it down for out number one. Yeah, just didn't quite get enough underneath it there. He did have to get on the horse and go back on it. But. So Perkins did stay at first on the flyout. He was about halfway to second when that ball was caught, hoping it would get in the gap for extra bases. But once it was caught, he headed back to first base. So that's where he stands with Colin Shreve stepping in. Played last night, actually pitched in the ninth inning for the Renegades, and now is in the lineup as the third baseman today and looks at what up and in for ball one. Okay, bailed out of there. I don't blame him on that decision. Shreve's hitting seventh today for the Renegades and playing third base. When he hasn't pitched, that's pretty much been the spot where we've seen Shreve's at the third base bag. Now Batchy with one on and one out in the second, a 0-0 ball game. This one, a ball, throw down to first and back in safely is Perkins. Catcher Freeman tried to make a snap throw on down to the first baseman, Reed, and get Perkins leaning off the bag, but he was able to dive back in there safely. Got the jersey a little dirty in the process. Yeah, we know a good cleaner just left the road with Capital Laundry to take those two, keep them looking bright, looking best they can on game day. It's now two balls and no strikes on Shreve. Johnson pitch up and in, and now three balls and no strike on the number seven, number seven hitter for the Renegades. Shreve really has not seen a pitch that, probably the closest pitch in this at bat was the one he took for 2-0. That was thrown down to first base, but the other two have not really been close. Both missed up and in. Right. So now here we'll see if he's even going to take the bat off his shoulder. Ahead three balls and no strikes on Johnson. Perkins off of first base. And here's the pitch. This one upstairs. And that's a one-out walk. And the Renegades have now runners at first and second base with one out. All the magic's left in the bat. He didn't really have to raise it off his shoulder for that at bat. Shreves walks on four pitches. And now Nolan Drill, otherwise known as the guy who dons the cowboy hat whenever a Renegade hits a home run, he's... And the lineup today, batting eighth and playing DH. Good to see him back in the lineup. Missed a few games in there. But even better if he could drive in the first Renegades run here. Absolutely. Perkins at second. Shreves at first base. They don't hold him on, although their second baseman, Matthewson, does shade a little towards the bag. First pitch, a called strike on the inside corner to drill. This inning started with a Brennan Perkins infield single before Wagner flew out to left. Shreves just walked. And that's where we currently stand, two on with one out. He also had one of the first home runs this season for the Renegades. That would be a great time for his second. 
So now no ball, one strike counts. Drill the right-handed batter facing the right-handed pitching Johnson and looks at a tough called strike pitch on the inside corner. You know, he's trying to be patient there and really wait for a pitch that he can he can turn on and send it out of the park. I don't know if Drill could have made, with that pitch on the inside corner. It would have been tough. It would have been tough for him to handle for sure. So he took it, and it gets the call goes in the favor of Johnson. So now no balls and two strikes on the Renegades. DH checks the runner at second. Here's the pitch. This one up. Not close. And now we're at a ball and two strikes to, to Drill. Ian Nolf waiting on deck. As I said, Drill missed a few games here. He's out uh, just trying to get back a little bit more healthy to get back on the diamond. So he's been able to finish that and get out here to have some fun. Trying to bring home the Renegades' first run here in the bottom of the second. Here's the one-two to drill. This one low and away. And now back-to-back -back balls will run things even. Two balls and two strikes. Merchants have been all over the base pass in their two innings. Have not scored a run. This is really the first real opportunity for the Renegades. A threat for the first time in the bottom of the second. So now drill back in. Awaits the 2-2 pitch coming after back-to-back -back balls. Runners at first and second base. And here's the pitch. Swung and fouled off. And we stay put right here at 2-2. Two two. Well, he's had a chance to see it now. So, like I said, trying to be patient. Looking for, for the pitch that he can possibly send it over the 300-plus foot sign. All the way around the outfield there goes from 320 to 340 to... Renegades would take one of those right now. That's right. I can't find the sign in center field. 375. That's why. Yep, there it is. I can see it now. It's blocked off. 2-2 pitch. is swung on a missed, and Johnson gets strikeout number four. A big one here as there's now two outs. Runners still at first and second base. That one looked to be either on the outside corner or just off. Drill not able to make contact with it, and he's out number two of this inning, and it's going to be up to Ian Nolf if the Renegades want to get on the scoreboard here in the second inning. Yeah, I'd hate to see him waste these base runners here. So Nolf with a somewhat wide open stance here. The left foot is kicked out a little bit towards the left part of the batter's box. Meanwhile, the right foot a lot closer to home plate. He's in a two-out RBI opportunity and looks at a first pitch for a ball. Yeah, you see him he talked about that left foot, kind of pick it up. Again, keeping that weight back, but pick it up and put it more in line with the pitcher once the pitch is delivered. When he first steps in, he has his foot, his both feet even, but then once he stands more upright, ready to hit, he kicks that left foot out and then, like you said, picks it up when he's ready to swing. This pitch in there called strikes now, one and one to Nolf. If Nolf can reach and continue the second, Adonis Forte waits on deck. Nolf batting number nine tonight in this first of two games between the Renegades and the Merchants. Two seven inning games will be played tonight. First baseman Reed does not hold Treves on at first, plays basically even with him behind him. And the runner at second, Perkins, just has Matthewson shading him a little bit. This one in the air to right, going back on as the right fielder. Schweitzer only had to move a couple steps and now comes in and makes the catch. So the Renegades get two on, but they can't bring him around, and that's going to send us to the third inning scoreless. We'll be right back. 0-0 ball game on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. 
At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Taking the mound again for the top of the third inning is Caleb Carricker as the Renegades look to keep the Merchants off the scoreboard. 0-0 ball game as we head to the third inning here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're going to go back to the top of the th lineup for the Merchants this inning with Schroeder, Alt, and Ingram coming to the plate. One, two, three in the order. Carricker so far two innings pitched, has not struck out a batter, walked one, given up four hits, but has also not given up a run, so that's the most important part. As we have a guest joining us here, his first pitch is swung on a miss to Schroeder. Levi Mazlowski is joining us here in the top of the third. Levi, how are you doing this afternoon? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to call two games. What's it like for you as a player when you know you're going to have a doubleheader? Um, I mean, it's one of those things like coming to the ballpark a little bit earlier than usual, um, but other than that, it's about same same routine. You just got to um, adjust to the time and just get here a little bit early, but as far as the doubleheader, we still uh, still prepare the same way that we do for a nine-inning game. We just come a little bit earlier and pitch here to, a little bit longer. Pitch to Schroeder is called strike three, a perfect loca location by Carricker as he gets his first strikeout of the night. So for you guys, do you did you kind of know um, how what the day was going to look like for you specifically? Did you know you're maybe going to play one game, not the other, or what does that look like? Um, I mean, yeah, usually you kind of like know whenever you have two games that if you're sitting one game, you're going to play the second one, or if you play the first one, you're sitting the second one. So I, as far as that, we know. Um, we have a pretty good idea beforehand what we're going to do as far as, like, uh, if you're playing one game or not. But other than that, it's kind of um, just, like, up in the air. Carragher ahead 0-1 on Alt as he tries to bunt this one here, and it gets foul. So now 0-1-2, five strike strikes thrown by Carragher this inning. For, so for you specifically as we move closer to July, what's been kind of the grind been like for you? Because thanks to some rainouts and some off days early on in the season, wasn't as heavy off the bat, but now really starting to get into the thick of the season. What's that been like for you? Um, for me, it's different because college season, you guys, like, we'll, we'll play two games. Um, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll have like our weekend series, but now we're playing every day. So just adjusting from playing every other day in college to playing every day, playing every day in summer ball. I mean, it's good because we're getting, if you do bad one day, then odds are you have another opportunity the next day after to make up for the day that you didn't play good. But other than that, just playing every day, it feels good to play every day instead of every other day in the college. Yeah. And you may have heard in the background, thanks to some of the cheering, the Renegades get a lucky out as a ball that was lined by Michael Alt went off the foot of the pitcher Carricker to Jackson Lovich, who delivered a perfect throw to first just in time to get Alt. And now they're out to check on Carricker. As so you've 
were in the lineup at first base last night. And although you guys did end up losing the game, had a three-game winning streak before that point, do you guys feel like you're getting pretty close to the team? Because at least lately, things look like they're starting to get come together. Pitching has always been there, but the offense at least a little bit looks like it's picking it up. Do you feel that as well? Yeah, for first week, first week and a half, it's usually usually a little not not awkward, but it's just you don't really know know the guys as much as well as um, you would on like your college summer team or your college team. But once we uh, second second third week of the year, you know, you usually get closer to some of the guys, start knowing knowing the guys on the team a little bit better, and then you just your um, your team team chemistry just gets better as the season goes. I think that's where we are right now. Our team chemistry is getting better. This pitch fly in the air to left field, and that's out number three. Levi, will you stay with us for the bottom of the third? Ask yep. you a few more questions. Perfect. One, two, three in this inning as Carriker gets him out from the defense on the ricochet, and we'll head to the bottom of the third. Zero, zero on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Back now on the Show Me Sports Network as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Renegades looking to be the first team to score as we've got a 0-0 ball game and Caden Johnson back out for the third, having already struck out struck out four batters. Levi Mazlowski joining us and wanted to ask you because you talked a little bit before the break about the team chemistry. With all the road trips you guys have been taking recently, and especially with most of them being three- or four-hour bus rides, do you feel like stuff like that has kind of helped you guys come together? Yeah, I feel like going on the road and those long road trips really help us. Um, I feel like you get to know get to know the guys and know different guys on the team and know, know where their stories from school and stuff like that. So I feel like those road trips definitely help us. You know, playing maf- Mafia is one of, the, one of the team favorites on the road, so I feel like going on the on the road has helped with our team chemistry. Renegades will have Forte, Ott, and Fuller do up to get this third inning going as Forte swings and misses for strike one. So another thing I wanted to ask you about, going with kids camp last week, what was that experience like being able to interact with the community here in Jefferson City? Yeah, that, that was really cool. Um, back home, I, I've had a little bit of experience doing kids camp back home. Last summer I, I did some uh, kids, kids camps that I helped work and you know, it, it, it's cool because whenever I was whenever I was that age, I would always do like high school camps in my high school, and then high schoolers would come up and stuff like that. So I, it was one of those things where it, it uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, but it, it was cool just to give back to the game and um, see like 
those kids that age to me that's like pure like baseball like they're just there having fun like you know like one night you'll go like over four with two k's and you're like down on yourself as a as a college player and you're just like dang i suck but then those those kids they'll like make an air and they'll just be like ah whatever like it's just cool because that's that's just like pure form baseball in my opinion so that that was cool to get to see there and Work, work with a lot of those kids, so and there was a lot of improvement in the three days, so that it was fun. Absolutely. Forte just grounded out to second to get this third inning going. Renegade still held off the scoreboard. They've got two hits and a walk, but have not able to push anything across the board. But the Merchants have yet to score as well. Swear 0 0 in the bottom of the third. Levi Mazlowski joining us for the second half inning. Can you talk about what kind of led to the decision for you that led you here to the Renegades this summer? Um, well, a lot of it. Uh, I played so Carter Mize was my college teammate. He's been here for the past two summers, and a lot of it. Oh, one pitch is flied in the air to center. Alt moves under it, and that retires Ott two up, two down here in the third. A lot of it was um, my college, my college coach back at Missouri Baptist. Kind of had a conversation like, "Hey, like you want to play this summer?" I'm like, "Obviously, I want to play this summer." And so they're like, "All right, well, here's some options," and then told him I wanted to kind of get out of the St. Louis area just because I've been there for the past two summers. Um, kind of at the point where I, I kind of know everyone already there in the St. Louis area. Yeah. So I was like, give Jeff City a try and go out and Jeff City and play ball this summer. Luke Fuller now in with nobody on and two out. Is this one misses low? So you talked a little bit about with kind of the college season. Now you're going to play a couple games in the middle of the week and then the weekend series. And then with the schedule here this summer, there are a couple times you play the same team back-to-back. -back, but mostly it's like the last couple of days where you play the Mustangs last night is this one lined out to deep left center field center fielder after it that's going to one hop and go over the ball over the wall for a two out ground rule double Renegades now have runner in scoring position thanks to Luke Fuller's second hit of the night he's been finding some barrels lately absolutely especially for Luke a guy who has played third base catcher right field there's a lot of guys on the roster with a lot of versatility yeah. but I wanted to say so what's it, how different of it is it when you're not necessarily seeing the same team for a couple days in a row is that something you notice or is it all just kind of get washed in with the whole entire season I mean it's one of those things where like college series so like weekends we'll play the same team three games in a row so as far as that goes I mean playing the same team two days or a doubleheader kind of used to that but Midweeks we'll play one team on a Tuesday and a different game, different team the next day. But I think that just goes goes back to the game of baseball and just adjusting game to game and AB to AB. So just one of those things that just comes with the game. Jackson Lovich now in and ahead in a 1-0 count. He struck out swinging his first time up, but now bats with a runner on second base and two outs as the Renegades look to be the first team to get something on the scoreboard here facing Caden Johnson so far through two and two-thirds innings has struck out four batters and now is looking to get out number three ground ball to second Matthewson throw in time a perfect throw on the money well Levi thanks so much for joining us for this third inning it was great to have you on and hopefully we get to do it here again yep. soon thanks for having me Renegades go scoreless and we'll head to the fourth zero zero we'll be right back on the show me sports network Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by 
by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Back, back now as we're in the top of the fourth inning in a 0-0 ball game on the Show Me Sports Network between the Renegades and the Merchants. This game moving along quickly, and it's going to only go seven innings as we've got a doubleheader just about 50 minutes into this one. At yeah, some point, someone's got to score here, right? Exactly, and that, that's the bad thing, I guess, I would say about doubleheader games is it's really whichever one happens to maybe make a mistake first or, you know, you don't have a chance to, to – uh, Maybe put your long-term game plan in because it's just the seven innings. But, uh, yeah, whichever team here, we've got a lot of zeros on the board still. Whichever team happens to dial it up first, I think, is has a good chance to win. Well, Caleb Carricker was living right last and went 3-0-3 down and got a ground ball that was kind of scolded off the bat of Michael Alt, and it kicked off Carricker's foot, and Jackson Lovich playing behind him was able to field it and throw out the runner. And thankfully, Carricker, all right, still out there pitching. But if that doesn't hit Carricker's foot, that ball is probably destined for center field, and it turns into an out for the Renegades. So Carricker and the Renegades will take it, and now this inning started with a foul ball just in the foul territory down the right field line, and now no balls and a strike on Caleb Freeman. That ball stays fair. That's down the right field line, maybe for extra bases, at least a leadoff base hit. But it's a foul ball, so now Freeman back in the box. Freeman walked his first time up, did not leave first base, and now will lead off the fourth as the Merchants will have Freeman, Christensen, and Mathewson. Merchants also a team right around 500 like the Renegades. They are 12-12 and 12 as this pitch misses up high. Now one ball, one strike. We have the Mustangs to deal with in the... Oh, no, I guess the Mustangs are also in the North Division, too. Yep. So we have the Mustangs. We dealt with them last night, but they've got the A's and the Mustangs they contend with. Yeah, not not an easy task for the uh, Merchants is this one now up high at 2-1. I mean, the Renegades are 9-10. and 10. They're only a game out of first place because Joplin's right at 500, and they're the first-place team in the South Division. And that's unlike Joplin, really, from, from seasons past. That's, that's unlike them. I mean, Joplin currently a team that is just 2-1. It's in the air to left. Wagner moving back under it. He now slows and sets and makes the catch head high for out number one. Joplin, a team that the Renegades are three and two against, and I don't know if that the head-to-head -head is the number one tiebreaker, but you have to think being over 500 against them is something that, at least for now, will help the Renegades in the long term. Yeah, they put it in the uh, old fancy computer there and dial it up, but, you know, they they, uh, they look at those things, and, and really, you know, we've got a lot of baseball left before we have to think about uh, the postseason yet. First pitch now coming from Carricker. This one up and in to Christensen. Flew out to left and the first. He's now ahead 1-0. and That's the blessing and the curse, though, of our season is a lot of baseball. So you can bounce back from some of the games you need to. 
1-0 pitch. Does find the outside corner. Carriker here looks to be settling in. Dating back to the second inning when he allowed the infield single to Hunter Reed. Has since got a double play and then retired the four batters since. So maybe looking to find his groove after he allowed a bunch of base runners early and gets a foul ball here. So now 1-2 and two on Christensen. Yeah, he's got several of these batters, too, for the uh, merchants. He's got them reaching out and, you know, making not wise decisions on what they're trying to swing at. And another thing, too, is Carriker through the three and a third innings that he's recorded so far, only one strikeout, but he has not allowed a ton of hard contact. At least one they has given up has been pretty much right at a defender. Misses here two and two. A job of Fuller to slide over and get that in front of him. I said he's been seeing the ball quite well, continuing that on here as he had that monster ground roll double. Yeah, Levi actually said it. He said Fuller's been finding some barrels lately. Was not wrong there. This one grounded right back to Carriker, snags it off the mound, and then throws on to first route number two. Boy, that was pretty easy there. They made it look easy. Carriker basically just had to put the glove up about chin high, and uh, once he did that, it was pretty easy as he had plenty of time to get on off the mound. and run it over to first base and now with Matthewson stepping in I'll tell you what Fuller when he's standing straight up towers over Matthewson he does left-handed batting second baseman at a perfectly placed bunt single to lead off the second inning now bats here with nobody on and two out and this time Shreve's playing in on the corner of the grass doesn't want that to happen again and this one has skipped in there for ball one yeah he really crouches down too and keeps that elbow up 1-0 pitch coming to Matheson. This one finds his own strike one. Now 1-1. One one. Matheson was out at second base on a fielder's choice in the second after reaching on the bunt single. And now Bats here looking to keep this top of the fourth going. 0-0 ball game. And here's the 1-1 pitch. This one hit in the air to right. First coming in and now going back is Perkins. Still going back and that's going to get over his head and over the wall for a ground rule double. Don't know if Perkins would have had a play, but... The first step being in may have cost him a chance at out number three right there. Yeah, he stepped in, as you said, then put the uh, reverse backup lights on and started backing the other way and turned around and then crossed over. And anytime you see your uh, your outfielder cross left to right or right to left, that's usually not a good thing. So just like the Renegades did their last time to the plate, the Merchants get a two-out ground rule double. And now it looks like Matthewson are not kind of having a fun little conversation at second base. Don't know what they're talking about, but... Still chat is now the Merchants have a runner in scoring position with two outs thanks to Matthewson's double that once it splashed down took one hop directly over the outfield wall. Someone out there, Wells, don't know who's been chilling out there, but someone already retrieved that baseball. Yeah, Alyssa was headed out to get it, but somebody beat her to it. His first pitch fouled off to the right side. A kind of a half swing there by Schweitzer, and he's now behind 0-1. Schweitzer, a fielder's choice to the first baseman his first time up. Made it up to second base before the inning ended on a double play. And now Bats here with a chance for the Merchants to strike first. They've got five hits and have also walked once, but have yet to put anything on the scoreboard as Carriker has really buckled down when the Merchants have got runners on. Looks to do it again here and get through four scoreless innings. He'll check Matheson off a second. Ott shades a little bit that way, but not really holding him on. This pitch hit in the hole. That's going to get off the glove of Shreves, and that's going to allow everyone to be safe on a ground ball that looked like it may have been out number three. That'll go down as an error. And now first and third with two outs. Yeah, it wasn't a well, uh, a perfectly hit ball. Didn't have a lot of steam to it, but uh, they might have to check that bad. It might become some lumber for the uh, end of the season bonfire, but they can give our friends at Wonkoff Wood Bat Company a call. Handcrafted bats right here in Missouri. They're made with premium grade birch 
maple and ash. They're fully customizable to make it truly yours from the uh, length, the weight, the barrel, the handle, the color, everything in between. They can personalize it as well with personalized engraving. has a 45-day warranty. You can also, uh, they have some other bat accessories and other things like lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. Give them a call to find your confidence at 816-261-1014 or visit wildbats.com. Big two-out RBI opportunity for Hunter Reed, who swings at the first pitch. That's going to get down, and that's going to drive in a run. Forte over to get it. Runner going to try and go first to third. Forte still comes in. Not going to be in time, and not only that, backside Reed takes second base, and that's a two-out RBI single moving up to second on the throw, and the Merchants now lead this one one to nothing. Yeah, good base running there for the Merchants as they push across a run and now have Runners on second and third with two out here. Forte's eyes, I think, out there in center got too big for him, and he saw Schweitzer trying to go to third and through there when, in reality, should have just tossed that one back into second. Is now a single that would have only scored another run. Now has potential to score two if Dutler can come up big here. So, Now one nothing. Merchants were on the top of the fourth, two out and two on. All three base runners coming with two outs this inning for the Merchants. Now Dutler, who grounded into the double play, bats with runners on and looks at strike one here. Reed just singled to right center field to drive in the first run of the game. Moved up to second on the throw. Schweitzer went to third while Matheson scored. So now one nothing. Merchants. Carricker giving up an unearned run as the error allowed this inning to continue. And now still continuing with two on and two outs. This one tried to snap it off. Couldn't find the zone and misses up an inch. Now one ball and a strike on Dutler. Reed at second base. Schweitzer at third. Matthewson already in as Reed gets the RBI. Now Dutler a chance to add one or maybe even two more this inning for Carroll. It's now one ball, one strike, two outs, and here's Carriker's pitch. This one just off the outside corner. Now two balls and a strike. Well, he's found the edge of the strike zone on both sides. Don't know if I take that one again. If that's a two-strike count, I think maybe Carriker gets the call there. Regardless, Dutler back in. Schroeder waits on deck. First base is open, but Carricker probably not wanting to load the bases here as the 2-1 swung on him as blew the heat by him there. And now Carricker a strike away from getting through the fourth. Got Dutler to ground into a double play with runners on first and second and one out in the second. Now we'll just take any sort of out here to end this fourth and keep it a one nothing ball game. He's got two balls, two strikes, and two outs with runners at second and third. Here's Carricker's pitch. It swung on a missed, and that will do it for the inning, but not before Hunter Reed delivers and drives home a run to make it 1-0. Merchants, Renegades now trailing. We'll head to the bottom of the fourth on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracy, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning as it's currently a one nothing lead in favor of the Carroll Merchants. This will be Brennan Perkins will be the first one up for the Renegades. It'll be Wagner will be in the on-deck circle. So that'll be the first two batters here for the Renegades as we're coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. First pitch a little upstairs goes for ball one to Perkins. So he'll be heading the count at one ball and no strikes. Again, a one to nothing lead in favor of the Merchants. Next pitch on its way. That one also upstairs, so that makes the count 2-0. and I'll tell you what, the new bottle of water that I just retrieved was just what I needed here on this hot day, and still going to be hot for the next couple hours with the sun pretty much right in our face here just past 6 o'clock at Vivian Field. Renegades now trailing as Perkins awaits the 2-0 pitch from Caden Johnson and swings and misses for strike one. Yeah, between games, we'll go off air for uh, right about oh, 10 or 15 minutes or so. We'll get some hydration. They'll rework the field, and we'll get ready for game two of the doubleheader. We Perkins, Wagner, and Shreves do up for the Renegades as Perkins looks at a ball off the plate, and now he's ahead 3-1, and one, a chance to get things going here in the fourth for the Renegades if he can reach against Johnson. It's like, uh, like that he's being patient here. He has a chance to just kind of pick through the pitches. 3-1 pitch. This one finds the zone pretty much about belt height. And now it's run full three balls and two strikes. Johnson so far through his three innings has struck out four batters, given up three hits and walked one, but most importantly has not given up a run and looks for strikeout number five, three-two pitch. This one grounded to third, diving play by the third baseman. Christensen, the throw to first is not going to be in time as Perkins just beats that one out for his second infield single of the game. That was close no matter how you cut it, and it was going to be close either way. I was trying to watch his foot to see where he was at, and, yeah, it could have gone either way, but hopefully it'll be a little bit of spark here for the Renegades. Christensen almost made a great diving play at third, really made a great play regardless of the call. Not much more he could have done there as he dove to his left and then popped up and delivered a strike to the first baseman, Reed. But call goes the way of the Renegades, so they now have a leadoff base runner, thanks to Perkins, now two for two with two infield singles. Time is being called. I don't know what time was called for. Well, I think the home plate umpire was getting on to our PA extraordinaire. Looks like Christensen is now going to be swapping gloves. Yeah, I think I think that was the signal in the first one. The home plate umpire was wanting the music to stop. That one, I guess he, the third baseman, possibly broke one of his uh, straps over there or something on his glove as he was diving for that, so he swaps out gloves with another player from the dugout. So now equipped with some new leather, Christensen ready to go. Same with Johnson, who just gave up his fourth hit. Two of them now to Brendan Perkins. 
And now Wagner in. His first pitch is fouled off to the left side, and that's going to get out of play for strike one. Perkins now both time he has come up to lead off an inning and hit a single. We'll see if the fortunes change this time for the Renegades and potentially bring him in here, but it's going to start with Cole Wagner, who flew out to left field his first time up. First baseman Reed is holding on the batter. Excuse me, the, the runner Perkins at first base. Not a very big lead at all for Perkins. The tying run for the Renegades. Only in the bottom of the fourth, but this game is only going seven innings. This one skips in there. Blocked, so Perkins stays put, but now one-on-one. You think a little bit bigger sense of urgency for the Renegades now trailing, knowing that they've only got seven instead of nine? Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, you cut off two innings. It means you got to get things in gear just a little bit faster. Hopefully they can get it dialed in and push some runs across and can keep it going in game two. So now one ball, one strike. Third baseman plays just a little bit in at the corner. First baseman holds the runner on as this one just on the outside corner. That's about as pinpoint as you can get for Johnson. Gets the call, and now one ball and two strikes on Wagner. Johnson pitching into the fourth of scoreless baseball for Carroll as the Renegades, who put up five last night but were retired it pretty much in order from the fourth inning on, struggling once again here on offense tonight. One-two pitch to Wagner, just off the outside corner, similar spot, but this one just off. So now two balls and two strikes. Yeah, just missed, not by much again. I want to see that a second time around. Going back to last night when the Renegades put up four runs in the fourth inning and were leading 5 nothing at the time, they just had one base runner the rest of the way last night and have only had a couple here tonight. So it's been tough for them on offense as this one has fouled off. We'll do the 2-2 two and two again. Since last night's fourth inning, so basically about nine innings of play, the Renegades have now just five hits and no runs scored. So it's been, it's been a mini drought here for the Jefferson City Renegades. No better time to get things going here, though, with the leadoff base runner on. In the bottom of the fourth, Renegades just giving up a run in the top half. Merchant scored on an RBI single. They lead 1-0, and here's the 2-2 to Wagner. Now 3-2 as this one misses up and away. So oh, if Wagner... Way out of there. Yes, not even, not even close as the catcher Freeman had to jump up to snag that one. So if Wagner can reach, Reeves would come up with two on and nobody out. But Johnson is still a chance to get him here with a 3-2 pitch on the way. Perkins off of first base. He is not running. 3-2 pitch fouled off and will once again do it again. Is a good battle forming here between Wagner and Johnson. Even in a full count, don't think we see Perkins go at any point with no outs in this inning. Renegade's really not in a place to be able to give away any base runners at this opportunity. So now back onto the bump after the foul ball. Caden Johnson who has yet to give up a run and only four hits so far is looking to get the first out of this bottom of the fourth. Wagner ready, lefty batter, righty pitcher. Perkins off a of first, and here's the 3-2. Fouled off again, and we stay right here in a full count. They're definitely battling here at the uh, at the ballpark. Historic Ernie Vivian Field. It's seen a lot of battles throughout its time, but still full here. At the very least, you're forcing Johnson here to throw a pretty good amount of pitches. Obviously... Can maybe let him go a little longer with the game only being seven. But in the first at-bat to Perkins went full count and now full count to Cole Wagner. So he's throwing a lot of pitches in this fourth and is yet to get an out. 3-2 once again. This went outside and that's back-to-back -back base runners as Wagner walks and the Renegades have something cooking here in the fourth. Yep, we'll take it every time. If they are giving out free bases, we'll be one of the first ones in line for that. They will have a meeting on the mound here. Really 
really good at bat there for Wagner as he fell fouled off a bunch of pitches in a row and then that last pitch came in clearly outside Wagner did not chase and is rewarded with the base on balls now Perkins infield single moves up to second base Wagner the walk and the Renegades have first and second with nobody out looking to scratch across their first run of the ball game against Caden Johnson just the second walk dealed out by Johnson and the other walk came to the batter that's coming to the plate and Colin Shreves Shreves, while the meeting at the mound was happening, went to meet with the third base coach for the Renegades, maybe to potentially talk a bunt here with two on and only nobody out. That'd be good if he could lay one down just like the uh, just like the Merchants did a couple innings ago. Merchants must think a bunt is coming because they've pulled the corner infielders in, playing just at the edge of the grass. So they evidently think that Shreves is going to try and bunt here. We'll see if it happens. I'd like to see a little slug bunt here. Perkins at second, Wagner at first, Johnson checks the runners, and here's the pitch. This one grounded to third, the third baseman Christensen goes to second for one, the return throw to first, and that's a killer double play as two Renegades base runners are taken off and two outs now in the inning. Well, I think it's safe to say that was not what they discussed in that third base, third base box. Maybe with the infield in, they thought the plan was if you can put contact, you'd get it through a hole there, but pretty much an atom ball for the third baseman Christensen, and pretty easy there to turn that one. Wasn't even a bang-bang play at the first base bag with the infield playing in more than enough time for the Merchants to turn it, and now it's going to be up to Nolan Drill. Perkins did move up to third base, but Wagner and Shreves both out, and now runner at third with two outs. This pitch fouled off. And now no balls and a strike. When Drill started swinging, I was starting to get flashbacks of yesterday when Malpe pitched out of a no-out couple runner situation, went one pitch for a double play and the next pitch a flyout and two pitches and three outs. And when Drill started to swing there, I was starting to get flashbacks. But still alive now, no balls and a strike. We're going to drive in the first Renegades run. And this pitch is fouled off. So now no balls and two strikes. I caught the uh, catcher there, so he's going to need a minute. This inning started with an infield single by Brennan Perkins before Wagner walked, and then Shreves just grounded into a double play on the first pitch of his at-bat. It's now runner on third with two outs. Merchants lead this one one to nothing. just scored in the top of the fourth, and now here in the bottom of the fourth, Renegades looking to strike back. Merchants play straight up defense on the infield. Wagner off the third base. Not Wagner, excuse me, it's Perkins. Is this one popped up? Is it going to stay in play? Catcher Freeman after it. First baseman is going to make the catch. He runs into his catcher, and the out is called. It didn't hit the net, and Reed has just ended the inning. And I hope everyone is all right for that the Merchants. Bad, like, whatever's worse than bad communication, it was just no communication there as the first baseman and catcher run into each other. Regardless, despite the painful ending, it's an out number three, and the Renegades are kept off the scoreboard. So we'll head to the fifth now. Merchants lead this one one to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. 
Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Caleb Carriker back out now for the fifth inning as he's pitched a pretty good ball game here tonight. Has given up the one run, but an unearned run as it came with some two out base runners and a crucial error committed by the Renegades. Regardless, nothing they can do about it now. Now trailing one to nothing. And with this game only going seven innings, Renegades are going to have to strike soon, but it's going to be the top of the lineup for the Merchants here in the fifth. So Carriker so far, four innings pitched, only struck out two batters, but also only walked one. He's given up six hits in the one unearned run and now goes to work against the 0-2 Andrew Schroeder. First pitch up for a ball. Oh, just a bit upstairs. It'll be Schroeder, Alt, and Ingram. One, two, three in the Merchants order here in the top of the fifth inning. And here's the pitch. This one in there, a college strike. These two teams, after the conclusion of this first game, will take a short break before coming back out for another seven-inning ball game. The pace we're going along, it actually may start at the scheduled 7 p.m. time. This pitch grounded to short. Lovich has got it. He takes a while and then throws on to first base and in time to get the hustling Schroeder. Lovich took an extra second there to, to set the feet, but paid off as he delivered a strike for out number one. Yeah, sometimes it's those little things that uh, you do that pay off. She said just took a second chance to get set before he made that throw. And on money, it was ahead of the runner. That's all that matters. So Schroeder is retired to lead off the fifth inning. He's now 0 for 3. And now Alt, who's 1 for 2 with a single to left, steps in with one out and nobody on. Carriker into the lineup and delivers just below the knees for ball one. I'll tell you what about Michael Alt's batting stance. His even more open than the one we talked about earlier. His front right foot is almost out of the entire batter's box. In fact, I think part of it is. Yeah, it's about half hanging out. Now it's on the line. 1-0 pitch is going to be low. So now a ball, 2-0 on Michael Alt. Alt, the number two batter, playing center field tonight. Was the first hit of this ball game when he singled with one out in the first inning. Did not score and then grounded out his next at bat. He grounds this one out to second. Ott plays it on a, on a bounce. Has plenty of time to throw in time. And Ott is retired. Two ground outs to get this fifth inning going. I don't think Ott even had to move there. It basically came to directly where he was standing. And on one bounce, he had more than enough time to deliver a throw and was right on the money to Ian Nolf at first, and two up, two down here in the fifth, just like how last inning got going before the Merchants were able to get a rally going and score a run. We'll see if Parker Ingram can keep this inning alive for the Merchants. He singled off the wall in the first, was thrown out, trying to stretch it into a double. Now Batu with nobody on and two outs. First pitch to him, Ben's in there, that's a called strike. Ingram also flew out to left to end the third inning. Batting third tonight and playing left field for the Merchants as they have already got a 1-0 lead looking to play add-on as we're in the top of the fifth. Pitch to him once again. Snaps in there and that's a called strike two. Back-to-back off-speed pitchers that go the way of character. Look to see this inning get over. Come back, have a chance to maybe push across some runs for the Renegades. 
So Ingram now behind, no balls and two strikes. Nobody on and two out. Here's Carriker's pitch. Swung on and popped up. That's going to get out of play and we'll do the 0-2 pitch again. That one almost straight up in the air into the sun but got over the net and out of play. So Carriker will have to do the no ball two strike pitch once again. Carriker has looked really nice and continued a good stretch for the Renegades in terms of starting pitching. They had Brady Maltby last night go six innings. A couple nights ago when the Renegades played the Mustangs at home, Ty Wolfsmeyer went six. Night before that, Carter Goring went four and two-thirds, only gave up a couple runs. So Renegades starting pitching has got a little roll going. Carriker misses outside here, so now one and two to Ingram. Liz will be happy she got one of the foul balls, so. So after the ball misses outside, Carriker still ahead. One ball, two strikes on Ingram. Light wave of the bat over Ingram's right shoulder, and here's the one-two. This one fouled off and will stay put right here. Now, did Alyssa go and turn that in for a spin at the prize wheel? You would have did. to assume she, she would. Not a whole lot better for the kids at the ballpark than spinning the prize wheel over there at the tent. So now one ball, two strikes. Couple foul balls in this at bat by Ingram to keep it alive. He's one for two. And Bat's looking to keep the fifth inning alive for the Merchants. Here's the one-two pitch. This one up high. Tried to go off speed there and couldn't get it to come down. So now two balls and two strikes on Ingram. And she didn't have a lot of competition tonight chasing down the foul balls. With the game's first game starting at 5 p.m., Crowder hasn't totally filled in, although I'd expect to have a little bit more on hand for the second. This pitch fouled off, and once again, this at-bat continues. A prolonged one between Ingram and Carriker. I heard a, a rumor through the grapevine that's because several people didn't realize the game was at 5. They thought it was at 7. That would have been a... Uh, Late doubleheader if we were to win the first one starting at 7 p.m. That would... Particularly for a Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean, we if it moved at this speed, it'd be like the game we had on Saturday that the one game went four hours from 7 to 11. So but probably not on a Wednesday night the best idea. So after the foul, we'll do the 2-2 two and two again. Two outs, and it misses high. So now all the way full. At the very least, even if he has, does not reach, Parker Ingham has worked a really fine at bat here against Carriker. Yeah, he has battled back. He's tried to be picky. He's fouled a few off, which has helped his cause out. Probably explains why he's right in the thick of the order tonight for the Merchants batting third. The 3-2 pitch from Carriker is hit deep in the air to left. Wagner going back, still going back, and this ball is over the wall and gone. And Ingram did not miss that pitch, and it's now 2-0 Merchants. That also might be why he's hitting in the middle of the lineup, too. Ingram sprinting around the bases, wasting no time touching home plates. And he turned on that pitch. Little to no doubt when that one was heading when it left the bout. Even sprints back to the dugout. And it looks like the uh, the Merchants may have a celebratory hat of their own. Can't see down there. What is their hat? I believe it at all. It is not the tan cowboy hat like the Renegades, but I, it, it got some dust on it. But I believe it's a uh, black cowboy hat. So he'll get to don it. That ball absolutely turned on. And Ingram wins the battle there. This pitch to next batter Freeman is fouled off now. 0-0-1. So Merchants double up. They've scored one in the fourth, one in the fifth. They now lead this one 2 to nothing. Renegade's going to have even more work to do. They've got just nine outs to play with. Hopefully some sense of urgency when they come to the plate. This pitch just inside. So now one ball, one strike. Back-to-back -back innings where the Merchants have scored with nobody on and two outs and then have put something together. So Ingram now two for three. He's at two deep to left field. First, not as deep as the last one. 
This pitch in there, a called strike. So now, once again, Carriker a strike away from getting out of this inning. He's ahead one and two to Freeman, who's walked and flown out to left. Freeman back in. Lefty batting catcher facing the righty pitcher, Carriker, And with a longer look in, Freeman calls time and will step out of the box. Well, he kicked up that dust and he's playing havoc on my allergies right now. Yeah, he sort of stomped on home plate coming around. I mean, he was sprinting, so he brought the dust certainly with them, but... Here's the one-two from Carriker. This one grounded to second base. Ott's ah, got it on a couple of bounces. Those to first, and that will end the inning. But once again, the Merchants get some two-out magic going. Solo home run by Parker Ingram doubles the lead, and it'll be a two-to-nothing score as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverwood Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwood Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverwood Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverwood Christian Academy, calling at 573-634-3983. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Renegades now with even more work to do thanks to the solo home run just hit in the top of the fifth inning by number three hitter in the Merchants order Parker Ingram was down 0-2 and battled all the way back to full count before blasting one out to left field left little to no doubt when it left the bat where that one was heading and once it got out of the yard it was 2-0 Merchants so Renegades now have work to do I think we're seeing a new catcher here I was just about, because, yeah, Freeman was the starting catcher, but it looks like Freeman is going to leave the ball game. We'll see the new catcher, number 12, entering the ball game for the Merchants. So it looks like it will just be a straight switch. Number 12, Noah Buss, enters the game at catcher, replacing Freeman, who grounded out to end the inning. So Freeman goes 0 for 2, did walk, but now his game is done. We'll see him if we see him in the second game. So Buss now in. It looks to be the only substitution made there. But regardless, Renegades with the bottom of the order starting things off are gonna try, got, going to try now with nine outs to work with to work from a 2-0 deficit. So Ian Nolf in. Facing the same pitcher, Caden Johnson, and the first pitch to him grounded to third and actually caught on the fly by the third baseman, Christensen, a nicely hit ball by Nolf, but that's out number one. Noah Buss, now the catcher for the Merchants. That's a tough break right there. So as Johnson fires his first pitch of this bottom of the fifth inning, he gets out number one, and we'll go back to the top of the order in Adonis Forte. Forte over for 2, is struck out and grounded out. Johnson so far struck out four batters, only given up four hits as he's now worked into the fifth inning, given two runs of support so far and misses for ball one to Forte. 
Forte followed by Ott on deck. Fuller in the hole if anyone reaches for the Renegades here in this bottom of the fifth inning. This one hit high in the air to center. Certainly playable. Center fielder Alt coming in. Moves under as it still hangs up and he makes the catch for out number two. Ball hit a mile high but not a long way to go for Alt to make the catch. Yeah, got a lot of air under that. Just didn't get it anywhere just, but center field. Just three pitches thrown for Johnson so far in this fifth inning to get two outs. And yes, you're right. Forte certainly got away under that one and hit into shallow center field more than enough time for Alt to make the catch. And now Ott steps in. Misses up and in. Now 1-0 and count. Renegades have been given a big old zero on the scoreboard so far. They've had struggles on offense here tonight. And now Ott looking to get a rally going as he looks at a strike. Merchants scored their two runs on an RBI single by Hunter Reed and a solo home run by Parker Ingram. That's where we currently stand 2 to nothing with two out and nobody on in the bottom of the fifth. Pitch in there and fouled off for a strike to Ott off to the right side. It's now one ball and two strike on the second baseman for the Renegades. Ott is struck out looking and flown out to center field. He can reach here with two outs and nobody on. Would bring the tying run to the plate as the Renegades are running out of chances here. Got in up on the handle of the bat there. Johnson had no or one ball and two strikes. Here's the pitch to Ott. This one inside, and that gets Ott, and that's a two-out base runner for the Renegades. Trying to go inside there was Johnson, and he got Ott on the maybe the back of the arm area. Regardless, it's a base runner for the Renegades, and Fuller now stepping in as the tying run. So Fuller steps in. We know he can do some damage. He already has done some tonight. Renegades have four hits, and Fuller has two of them. He's got a single and a double. And actually, for the Renegades, only two players responsible for all four of their hits. Luke Fuller has two. Brennan Perkins has two. It's been a struggle for the rest of the lineup. Would be a great time for Fuller to do something here if he grounds it to third. Christensen to his left makes the throw and time and no harm done on the two-out base runner for the Renegades. So Caden Johnson has thrown five shutout, and the Renegades have work to do as we head to the six. Merchants lead this one two to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Caleb Carriker heading back out as we head to the sixth inning here at Vivian Field between the 12 and 12 Merchants and the 9 and 10 Renegades. Renegades and Merchants have played just once this season, and the Renegades took that one 
They will play twice today, and that is the last time that these two teams will meet in separate divisions. Barring they don't make up that rainout game. Renegades, I'm sure, hoping, obviously you'd love to sweep the doubleheader, but you'd like to at least take one out of two here today, but it's going to have some work to do if they want to take this first one as they already trail two to nothing, and we'll only have two more corrects at it coming to the plates. So Carricker so far through his five innings has struck out two, walked a batter, given up seven hits and two runs. Only one of them earned, and now we'll have the middle of the lineup, five, six, seven, for the Merchants here in the sixth inning. Carricker back out there, and his first pitch to Christensen fouled right off the mask. I think he got four, and then the chest protector of the home plate umpire, they're going to give him a second to catch his breath. I think it actually hit him on the uh, mask. I knew it got someone's mask. I just didn't see exactly whose. But looked like it swerved around Fuller or glanced him on the way by, but caught the home plate umpire pretty much straight on in the mask. But he says he's okay. Renegades did. Both the Renegades and Merchants coaches came on down to make sure of that, but he tells them he's all right, thankfully. So now 0-1-1 on Christensen. Played a couple nice plays at third base tonight. He's 0-2 at the plate. A fly on a ground out. Bats here to get the sixth inning going. Merchants looking to continue to add on to their lead. They scored one in the fourth and one in the fifth. Renegades would like to stop that trend here and keep them from continuing to tack on in the sixth. Carriker's 0-1 is fouled off. Now 0-2 on Christensen. Matthewson waits on deck with Schweitzer in the hole. A lot of the damage has come through this bottom, middle and bottom part is Matthewson who's on deck scored the run. Reed in the eighth spot drove in a run. They've had some base runners on against Carricker in this middle to late part of the lineup. 0-2 pitch to Christensen, misses up and in, and now it's a ball and two strikes. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Merchants lead this one 2-0. We're only playing seven innings. It's a doubleheader here at Vivian Field tonight. Here's the 1-2. Up high again, and now two balls and two strikes. Matthewson, who's been on base both times, he's 2-2, two two, waits on deck. Carricker looking to get the first batter, not give Matthewson a chance to come up with anyone on. Here's the 2-2. This one way up and in, actually over the head as you try to go off speed there. And now Christensen has run at 3-2 after being down 0-2. He's trying not to lose this battle here. Carricker's had to work a lot this last inning and a half. Only get off one run in it, but he's worked in some deep counts. And now another one here. 3-2 pitch. Just stopping away, and that's a leadoff walk to get the six going. Didn't miss by much, but Carricker does not get the call there, and that's a walk, and that gets the six in and going. You have to think, Eddie, we don't have the exact pitch count, but don't know how much left Carricker's got left in the tank here as he works into the sixth inning. That's exactly what I was just thinking. Especially the last couple innings, gave up one run in the fourth, one in the fifth, and has given up a base run already in the sixth. He faced five batters in the fourth, actually six batters in the fourth, four in the fifth. It's only gone one, two, three once, and that was the third. First pitch to Matthewson outside, so now 1-0 on the second baseman of Carroll. He's 2-2 two two with a bunt single and a double to right, scored on the double to right. Thanks to a RBI single by Hunter Reed. Was the first run of this ballgame. Merchants have since added one more solo bomb. Pitch is looped in there, and that's up and away. It's now 2-0, and and at least since falling behind 0-2, Christensen then walking. Carricker certainly struggle with the command, and that's going to lead to a mound visit here. Yeah, and I think it's much needed visit here, trying to uh, get as much out of the starting pitcher, 
safe to say on both sides, uh, both of these teams trying to get as much out of their starting pitchers as they can. And well, Johnson, the starting pitcher for the Merns, can certainly guess we'll see come out for their sixth inning as he's pitched scoreless so far. Carricker has not pitched bad at all either, has given up more base runners than Johnson thanks to seven hits and now two walks. But still has pitched into the sixth inning, but at least initially here looks like he's starting to run out of gas. Mountain visit now over. We'll see if that rejuvenates him a little bit and can find the strike zone to Matthewson. Already watched Christensen, who has a pretty good lead off of first. 2-0 pitch. This one in the air to right. Right fielder going after it. Perkins is going to run out of room, and that ball is over and gone for a two-run home run. Matthewson has just doubled the lead from 2-0 to 4-0 as Matthewson turned on that one, and no shot for Perkins as that one flew over the wall. Yeah, he took about four steps and really just coasted to the uh, warning track. Is really not much question there that that puppy was gone. So Carricker now has given up back-to-back -back base runners, and both of them will score on the two-run bomb by Jordan Matthewson, who continues his great afternoon at the plate. He's now three for three, and don't know if he'll get another shot at the plate, but he's now a triple away from the cycle. And if he pulls one down the line, if he gets a shot, I mean, he looks like he may have the speed to do it, but he's been great at the plate so far. So Matthewson brings in two, now a 4 nothing Merchants lead. A lot more work to do now for the Renegades as we're in the top of the six. First pitch to new batter Schweitzer is a called strike now 0-1 on the right fielder. Schweitzer reached on a fielder's choice and on an error, so he's officially over two, but he's been on base twice. Carricker into the lineup with nobody on, and here's the pitch. This one bounced in there, and they say that Schweitzer did not go on the half swing. It's now one ball, one strike counts. Renegades came into this top of the sixth inning already down 2 nothing before Christensen was down 0-2, worked it back to a walk, and then Matthewson in a 2-0 count got a pitch he could handle and blasted it out to right field for a two-run homer. So Schweitzer now back into the box. Character looking to go to work. He kicks and fires. This one upstairs. That's going to miss for a ball. Schweitzer, the right-handed batting right fielder, Steps back into the batter's box. Already two in this inning. Nobody out and nobody on. Pitch to him. is hit in the air to left. This one also hit well. Wagner going back. Still going back. At the wall and it's off the wall. He's going to get the throw back in quickly as that will hold the runner to a single. A long single as that ball was struck well too and goes off the wall. And thank you to the Renegades ricocheted right to Wagner. But after another well hit ball, I think that's going to be the end of the line for Carricker. Yeah, I think he's been rocked a couple times here and taking nothing away from his start. He got a good quality start. He's just starting to lose a little bit of command. He's starting to lose the location. Nothing to hang your hat on, nothing to take out of it as uh, his night will be done for game one of our doubleheader. So with that, Renegade showing four to nothing here in the top of the sixth inning. We're going to take a quick break. We'll tell you who the new pitcher coming on for the Renegades is when we're back in just a moment. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Moet's Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. 
much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel, sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. Pitcher coming on for the Renegades as they are now looking with a big deficit to try and climb out of. Now down four to nothing thanks to the Merchants scoring two runs in this inning already on a Jordan Matheson two-run home run to right field. And now new pitcher on is Colton Helsher enters with a runner on first base and nobody out in the top of the sixth inning. Caleb Carricker's line so far, five innings, two strikeouts, two walks, gave up nine hits and four runs, three earned. So with that, line still open, could give up more, one more run as Schweitzer is his responsibility. But Helscher now entering, looking to get us through the sixth. Do have another sub in there as Wilmsmeyer is going to be out in center field. The remainder of this game. So Adonis Forte leaves the ball game with Wilmsmeyer replacing him. Straight switch for the Renegades. We'll see. Wilmsmeyer, don't know if we'll get to see him in the bat as Forte just hit last inning chance to hit in the sixth or the seventh but we'll see first pitch by Helsher low on his side and that's a ball to Hunter Reed Reed has been on twice with two singles an infield single and a single to center that at the time drove in the first run now bats with the runner on first and nobody out Schweitzer is held on at first by Nolf lefty kicks and here's the pitch swung on a miss as he went the off speed there and gets the swinging strike to Reed that was a good looking pitch good location laid it out there Almost on a silver platter for the batter, then took it away last minute. Merchants have sent three to the plate already this inning. All three have reached, two of them scoring. And Schweitzer at first. This pitch in there, a called strike, and Helscher just entering quickly had one ball and two strikes on Reed. Working to the bottom of the order for the Merchants. Number eight batter Reed and number nine batter Dutler waits on deck. Runner off of first base. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on, fouled into the glove of Fuller, and that's out number one as Helsher comes in and gets Reed to strike out swinging. Well, that's the way we like to start it here, get the first out. We'll follow up by second and third. Be out of here, no problem. Well, if you can get Dutler to do what he did in the second, you'd be out of this inning with one ground ball as Dutler grounded into a double play in the second, struck out swinging in the fourth. Renegades pitching has only thrown three strikeouts so far in the ball game as we're one out into the sixth. And first pitch from Helsher to Dutler is in there called strike. Helsher has came in and thrown five pitches, four of them strikes. And Clicker retired the first batter that he's faced. Schweitzer still at first base. Dutler now in. And here's the pitch. Schweitzer running. This one skips in there and no chance as that one goes to the backstop and a successful stolen base for Schweitzer. Pretty good jump for Schweitzer. Don't know if Fuller would have had a chance even if that pitch was in there. Regardless, it's a stolen base and a runner in scoring position for the Merchants. And Dutler now in a 1-1 count. Helsher just on into this ballgame. That runner out at second base is the responsibility of Carriker as he singled. And then Carriker was removed. Pitch low and away outside. Two and one count now on Dutler, the DH tonight. Steps out of the box before back in there now. 
does have an RBI opportunity. Would be the Merchant's fifth run of the game if he can bring in Schweitzer out there at second base. Here's Helser's delivery. This one hit in the air and foul ground. Nolf going after it, still chasing it up against the fence, and that gets in over the dugout for a foul ball. So now two balls and two strikes on Duller. Helser a strike away from getting his second straight out since entering this ball game. This game only going seven innings, so we're approaching the end as it's a two-ball, two-strike count with one out in the top of the sixth inning. Renegades have yet to score on this one. They've given up one in the fourth, one in the sixth, one in the fourth, one in the fifth, and two in the sixth. 2-2 two -two pitch, way inside, and that's a ball. So now three balls and two strikes. First base now open thanks to the stolen base by Schweitzer. But you would turn it back to the top of the order for the Merchant with two on and only one out still. That's if Dutler reaches. Helsher checks the runner. That's Schweitzer at second. Here's the 3-2 delivery upstairs, and that's a one-out walk. And now two runners have reached base for the Merchants. So Helsher comes in and gets Reed swinging, but then once he was ahead of Dutler, loses him on a walk. So now runners at first and second. Six batters have came to the plate so far this inning, and five of them have reached. And now we go back to Schroeder, who is 0 for 3. Renegade would love to dial up a ground ball here and get to the 6 before any more damage done. Already trailing 4 to nothing. They've only got 6 more outs at the plate to work with. Helser facing Schroeder. Shortstop in, and here's the first pitch. This one low, and now 1-1, one 1-0, and one, one and oh, pardon me, on Schroeder. Schroeder's not faced a ton of pitches. Saw 4 of them in the first at bat, 3 of them in the second, and only 3 of them in the third. He's 0 for 3. I think he's hoping to make that 0 for 4 and not let the merchant score any more than the two that they've already had in the sixth. This one upstairs, and now two balls and no strikes. Helsher came in and struck out Reed, but has now lost the command a little bit. Enters the game as he left-handed pitcher for the Renegades after the right-handed pitching character went the first five. Tried to go longer, faced three batters this inning, went walk, home run, single, before being removed for Helsher. So now he's back on the mound. He's in a 2-0 count. And here's the pitch. This one inside, and now 3-0. and And major danger here of load in the bases. We are playing two games tonight, so once this one concludes, we'll have about a 20 or so minute break before the two teams meet once again for a seven-inning contest. But still got a ways to go in this one. We're in the top of the sixth. 3-0 count now to Schroeder. Delivery, and this one is going to find the zone. Schroeder... Thanks to a delayed call, started to trot down to first before the call was made. So he does gonna, is going to have to stay in there. So now three balls and a strike on him. New pitcher Colton Helster does walk him. Would load the bases with only one out and give Michael all to his one for three. Waits on deck an opportunity to further expand a merchant's lead. Helster back on the mound. Schroeder back in and here's the 3-1. This pitch misses low and outside, and that's a walk to load the bases. Back-to-back -back walks by Helsher. And now the Merchants really have something going here in the top of the sixth inning. Catcher Luke Ford is going to go out and talk with his pitcher, Colton Helsher, to say what they want to do. They do now have a force any base, but only one out. Helsher came in and struck out the first batter he faced, Hunter Reed, then just got Noah Dutler to walk. And then Schroeder also walks. Now base is loaded. Only one out. Schweitzer moves up to third on the play. Dutler up to second base as Schroeder reaches. And now Alt in with the bases loaded. Renegade's looking like they're going to bring 
at least the corner infield spots in, try and save the run. Middle infield plays a double play depth. Two runs already in this inning. Schweitzer at third, Dutler at second, and Schroeder at first base. Renegades also already down four to nothing. Hoster out of the windup. Here's the first pitch, and that's low for a ball. Holt singled the left in the first, grounded out to short in the third, and then grounded out to second in the fifth. Hoster into the windup. Here comes the 1-0. This one... Up and outside, and that's for a ball. And Helster continuing to struggle here with the command. And some potential danger here if he continues to lose it to Alt of walking in a run. Helster now 2-0 on the bump, and here's the pitch. This one in the zone, and that's a called strike. And Helster finally delivers one in the set bat to Alt. Now a 2-1 count, still bases loaded, and only one out. What a miss. Well, you missed back-to-back -back walks, and now we have bases loaded with one out, so... You didn't miss anything good for the Renegades, I'll tell you that. Helster still behind 2-1. Here's the pitch to Alt. This one in the air, foul ground. That's going to get out of play. No play for Shreves. But better news for Helster. It's now a two-ball, two-strike count. That one ends up over by the concession stand. Renegades already struggling to score an offense. Really can't afford to fall behind any more than the four runs that they're already trailing by. Alt with the wide open stance, steps back in. The lefty hitter facing the lefty, Colton Helscher. Long look into full, and here's the 2-2 pitch. This one up and away, and now gets it full. Well, we'll get to see the uh, carousel in motion here. So three balls, two strikes. Anyone that doesn't find the zone would bring in another run for the Merchants. Helscher has to find the strike zone. The pitch is lined to left. This ball is going to sink fast and get down in fair territory in front of Wagner. Two runs are going to come in to score. Is off of second base. Duller got a great break, and that's a two-RBI single. Now a 5-0 lead. Merchant's really on top. Actually 6-0 now thanks to two runs scoring. Yeah, the runner on second base just about ran over his third base uh, runner, his third base teammate there. As he waited forever before he took off to home. Runner on third base, Schweitzer was, like you said, waiting potential tag if that ball was caught. But the runner on second, Duller, got a fantastic read. And I looked just thinking the runners were going station to station. I look up, and the runner, Duller, is already halfway around third base. So excellent base running there. And Merchants now have really blown this game open. They now up, they're now up 6 to nothing. First pitch by Helscher is a ball a little bit high to Ingram. Ingram, the eighth batter to come to the plate in the sixth inning. Still only one out recorded. Christensen, Matthewson, Schweitzer, and Duller have all scored this inning. And still two on with one out. Runners take their leads at first and second base. And here's the pitch. This one swung and fouled into the mitt. Ingram couldn't get anything on that one. It's now one ball and one strike. Dangerous batter here as Ingram really turned on one his last at bat and blasted it out to left field for a solo home run. Well, that was the last pitch was just a beauty down central. Couldn't get up to the right speed. Could Ingram on it? So Ingram bats with runners on first and second. Renegades looking for a ground ball to get out of the sixth. Runner goes. This one lined to third, and it's past Shreves and into left field. That's a fair ball. Runner at second. Schroeder easily scores. Runner on first. Ald going to try and go first to third. Into second base is Ingram, and that's a one-out RBI double 
one that just got past the glove of Shreves. If that one's caught, that's a double play. But luck does not go the way of the Renegades, and that's a seventh run scored for the Merchants. This game now blown open here in the sixth. That thing was, what, inches away from being in his glove? Off the bat, I was like, this is what we needed. This is a line drive out that's going to end the inning. But it got into left and easily into second base was Ingram. He's now driven in two runs, back-to-back RBI hits, and now a 7 nothing Merchants lead. Did you call that a hit and run? Yeah, I, I, it's not often you see the hit. On the bingo card. Yeah, it's not often you see that with the runner still going from second to third. And lucky enough for the Merchants, because if that ball is caught, that's a double play. But just enough to get past Shreves into left field. And five runs now scored with only one out recorded here in the sixth. A nightmare inning for the Renegades. So now in, Noah Buss came in last inning as a defensive replacement. Gets his first at-bat of the game. The ninth batter to hit here in the sixth inning for the Merchants. It's a 1-0 count on Buss. Replaces Freeman, who was 0-2. Colton Helsher now looking to go back to work off a of second base as this ball is swung on and fouled off. So now one ball, one strike. Off a of second base is Ingram. All at third base, went first to third on the double. This inning has just not gone the Renegades' way. Almost everything that has gone wrong. I guess they haven't made an error yet. That's the one thing that has not happened yet. 1-1 pitch is inside, and that hits the batter bus, and that's going to once again load the bases. This inning just continuing to go on with the Renegades not able to figure anything out, and our base is loaded for Christensen, who led off this inning way back when. I miss our military appreciation. Eh, what, what are we in right now? The middle of the sixth. Yep. When do we do our military appreciation? There's we your answer. In both games. So now base is loaded again. One out, and Christensen swings and misses for strike one. Christensen walked and scored to get this inning going in what feels like hours ago. Now bats here with only one out recorded. The tenth batter of the inning. Helster trying to end this nightmare. Top of the sixth. This one inside, blocked by Fuller. Now one and one on Christensen. Bases are loaded with Buss at first, Ingram at second, and Ald at third base. I've not heard anybody get a bingo yet. They're playing blackout, I believe, is what they got to get tonight. Helsher pitching out of the windup with the bases loaded. Here's the 1-1 to Christensen, way inside, gets away from Fuller, but the runners stay put. But now a two-ball, one-strike count on Buss. Definitely some adversity here in this inning for the Renegades. Five runs already in. Christensen, Matthewson, Schweitzer, Dutler, and Schroeder have all scored for the Merchants. All at third. Ingram at second. Bust at first. Two-one pitch on the way. This one swung on a miss. Beautiful off-speed pitch there. And now we're even at two balls and two strikes. thought Alyssa came up here with a piece of a broken bat, but it's just a stick. Broken bat would have been funny. I'll tell you that much. I thought it was. Why do you have a stick? So Christensen back in, lefty pitcher Helsher on the bump, and here's the 2-2. This one popped up on the infield. Nolf has got plenty of time to make the catch. Infield fly was called, and finally the second out is recorded. Bases still loaded as Christensen pops up to the first baseman. That was the out that the Renegades were looking for for so long as before that five straight merchants had reached. And now still one more out to go, and it's a big one as Matthewson blasted one out of here for the second run, second of what has been five runs score this inning. 
So Matthewson has been on base all three times, a triple shy of the cycle, and looks at a called strike right here, 0-1-1. You're good, You're Regardless, good. whatever he does here, if he gets safely on at the minimum of first base, it's not good. 0-1 pitch, this one hit in the air to center. Wilmsmeyer just into the ball game. This inning comes in, he makes the catch, and this inning finally comes to an end. But the Merchants push across five runs, and we'll head to the bottom of the six. Merchants up 7 to nothing on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are Farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions Caden Johnson back out there now for the bottom of the sixth inning Renegades now trailing by seven runs thanks to a five run top of the sixth Final line for a Renegades starting pitcher, Caleb Carricker. He's currently in line for the loss if the Renegades can't rally. Goes five innings, strikes out two, walks two, gives up nine hits to go with five runs, only four earned. And then Colton Halsher, who came in and pitched the sixth inning after Carricker couldn't get an out, threw his one inning, struck out one, walked two, gave up two hits and three runs. So not a pretty scoring line for Renegades starting pitching. After Carricker really through the first five innings was really, really good and the six is kind of going to leave a misleading line for him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the wheels kind of fell off, and then it was just downhill from there, unfortunately. But, you know, it's easy to armchair coach, armchair quarterback sitting up here in the stands on what was the right decision and what wasn't the right decision. So Caden Johnson back out for the six, misses ball one to Jackson Lovich. It'll be Lovich, Perkins, Wagner. Renegade so far only have four hits, and Perkins, who waits on deck, has two out of those four. Merchants up 7 to nothing now with only an inning and a half to play. 1-0 pitch to Lovich is on the outside corner. A called strikes. Now one ball, one strike. Lovich is struck out swinging and grounded out to second in his two plate appearances. Batting cleanup tonight. Johnson a little longer look in now. Ready to deliver the 1-1 pitch. This one ripped to third. That's into left field for extra bases. This will go all the way to the wall down the line. Lovich makes the turn. He's heading to second base. And into second base standing with a leadoff double is Jackson Lovich, his first hit of the night. That's a good way to get a rally started. Lovich jumped all over that pitch and blasted it down the left field line. And that thing rolled all the way to the wall. Lovich more than enough time to run his way up into second base. Yeah, if he could just do something to maybe bring in some clouds to cover that sun up, that would be ideal too. Yeah, I wouldn't be complaining. Certainly not at this point. Is The way we're going, it's going to be another couple hours until 
that sun disappears. So now with a runner in scoring position, Perkins in. He's two for two. Looks at a first pitch strike to get his at-bat going. Perkins had an infield single in the second inning and then another infield single in the fourth. Lovich with the lead off of second base. Johnson, the starting pitcher, back out for the sixth. And Perkins takes a ball on side. It's now one ball, one strike. Well, you probably got the shortest player on the uh, Carroll roster against the tallest player on our roster. Lobich just doubled the lead off this bottom of the sixth inning. He's at second base, and now the 1-1 to Perkins. It's in, and that hits him, and back-to-back -back Renegades will reach, and now Perkins will head on down to first base. He's going to get to trot on there and there, take the free base. Anytime the opponent willing to give it, we'll always take it. Renegade's going to have to get a lot more of base runners like that if they want to come back in this one. They trail this one 7 to nothing, and now bad here in the bottom of the six. Only got six more outs to work with, and with back-to-back -back reaching, that's going to mean a meeting at the mound with starting pitcher Caden Johnson. Don't think they're taking him out, but it looks to be just a meeting at the mound. Johnson has thrown five innings so far, struck out four, walked two to go with five hits now after the Lovich double. Has not given up a run as the Renegades have now going on a pretty long streak dating back to yesterday of being kept off the scoreboard. You know, good thing is, though, those uh, those streaks have to come to an end at some point. Well, now would be a great time if Wagner can end that streak, the lefty batter facing the right-handed pitching, Johnson. Wagner has reached once, walked in the fourth before being out on a double play. I think that was one of the bigger turning points when you look back at it. Renegades at the time were down one to nothing and got the first two on in the fourth inning. And then on the very first pitch to Shreves after a meeting at the mound, grounded into a double play. And what could have been a potential rally to tie the game or take the lead erased all momentum. And looking back on it now, maybe this game shakes out differently if that inning goes differently. So now Wagner with the Renegades trailing by seven steps in. Third baseman pulled in a little bit at the corner. Ovich at second, Perkins at first. And first pitch to Wagner, line to first base, and that's going to be a double play, maybe even a triple play. It is a triple play. First baseman caught the ball, stepped on first, and then threw to second base, and both Lowich and Perkins were too far off the bag, and three batters are retired on one pitch. Not much better Johnson can do than right there. So momentum erased, and we'll head to the seventh. Renegades trail 7-0 on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. 
Colton Helstrom back out on the mound in this top of the seventh. As I think at this point, Renegades looking to just get out of this run without much more damage. Pretty much all momentum killed there in the bottom of the six. I'm a play you don't see too often. It's not often triple plays are turned, and the Renegades just had one go against them there to end that inning. Yeah, and I think uh, Ashley Carty said she was going to uh, donate a... Uh like the Cardinals do, ninety-nine, ninety-nine for a double play, triple play is nine ninety-nine, ninety-nine. She's going to donate that to our kids' club fund. Yeah, that would be something. There's only there's nobody on base. You can't have a triple play, Ashley. So after a long top of the sixth inning, Merchants back you, in there for the seventh. When are you seventh. making that donation to the kids' club, kids' care? Helsher in there and skips the first pitch in for a ball. It'll be Schweitzer, Reed, and Dutler seven, eight, nine here in the Merchants order. You think we see Merchants starting pitcher Caden Johnson back out there trying to go for the complete game? You know, at this point, why not? You're ahead 7 to nothing. At the minimum, you're ahead 7 nothing. so why not get the complete game? It helps your pitching rotation, helps your bullpen. 1-0 pitch misses up. Now 2-0 on Schweitzer. He's got to be feeling good after that triple play where Wagner hit it pretty well, but right at the first baseman, and I think both the base runners, Lovich and Perkins, thought that one was destined for right field. And Smart heads up play by the first baseman to not only step on first, but then throw to second where Lovich was hustling back to the bag, but they got him by about a step to turn the triple play. 2-1 pitch was swung on and missed. Now two balls and one strike on Schweitzer. Been on base all three times. Only one for three. Pitch is up. And now three balls and a strike. Schweitzer reached on an error. A fielder's choice and then singled to left his last time up. Stole a base and then scored. He scored on the two RBI single to left by Michael Alt. It's now bats with nobody out and no one on to get the top of the seventh going. This one upstairs, and that's a leadoff walk. The third free pass issued by Helsher, and that'll get the seventh inning going. Helsher back out there after pitching the sixth inning in relief of Carriker. And it looks like that's going to be it after he gives up the leadoff walk. Head coach Mike D'Amelia out of the dugout, and he's going to go get his left-handed starting pitcher. Don't know who they plan on bringing in. I think we're going to see Nolf pitching, possibly. Yeah, he is taking off the armband, which would make sense if he's going to be firing the right arm in there. You were exactly right. So that means that's going to be it for Helsher. Looks like Drill is going to leave the DH spot and come in to play first base. And meanwhile, Nolf will throw a couple warm-up pitches. So while he does that, we'll take a quick break. Renegades down 7 nothing. We'll be right back in the top of the 7th on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need 
need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracy, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, RetrievingFreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Couple of changes for the Renegades as the Merchants bat here in the top of the seventh inning. This game only going seven innings since it's the first of a doubleheader. Second game originally scheduled to start at seven, but considering it is 7.07 now, I don't think that's really a possibility at this point so new pitcher Ian Nolf he leaves first base to take the mound and Nolan Drill leaves his DH spot to play first base and first pitch from Nolf misses a ball to Hunter Reed so Nolf will face Reed Dutler and potentially Schroeder unless he can get a double play one runner on is Helster's responsibility so most that Helster can give up in his one inning of work is four Struck out one, walked three, gave up two hits. This one grounded to short. Lovich to his right. He bobbles. He'll have one play, and that's the first. But he does get the out. So even though he bobbled, a nice recovery there by Lovich to not lose his cool and still get out number one. You're absolutely right about that. He didn't panic. He stayed with it, made a good throw to first to get that first out. You know, Any day, I think, will give up letting the runner go to second to get the out of first compared to having two on and no out. Might have had a chance at a double play had the bobble not happened, but the Renegades will still take the one out. So Reed is set down. Schweitzer up to second base, and now Duttler in, walked and scored his last time up when he hit in the sixth inning, an inning where the Merchants sent 11 batters to the plate and looks at a strike one pumped in here. Nolf looking good so far on the mound. Third pitcher used by the Renegades, Carriker, Helsher, and now Nolf. We'll see how many they intend to use in the second game. That duel will be underway here shortly. 0-1 pitch is fouled off and out quickly. 0-1-2 on Duller has struck out once tonight. Struck out swinging. Only three strikeouts so far recorded by Renegades pitching. I didn't know Nolf was a pitcher. Well, he got the first out, and that's that's the first step as a reliever. Now it would be nice if he could get a strikeout here. Set down Duller. He's ahead of him 0-2, one out. Runner at second base, that's Schweitzer, and here's the pitch. This one upstairs, and now one and two. I want to thank everyone for listening tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Ben Schmidt and Blake Gasway coming to you from the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth as the Renegades trail this one seven to nothing. Dutler back in. Here's the one ball, two strike pitch, and this one misses low now, two and two. Dollar outside of the walk and scoring in the sixth. Struck out swinging in the fourth and grounded into a double play in the second. Nolf sets, pitching out of the stretch with the runner at second base. And here's the delivery. This one fouled off, and we stay locked in at two balls and two strikes. Doesn't seem like a whole lot of trickery coming out of the right arm of Nolf. Looks to be just one, one fastball and then another 
sort of an off-speed pitch, maybe trying to go with the curveball as he's tried to land it at the top of the zone a couple of times, and he's missed. Two balls, two strikes, and here's the pitch. This one up the stairs, and now it's run full. Looked to go off-speed there and could not find it. Nolf has been able to find the zone with the fastball, but at least early does not look like he's got it going on with the off-speed pitch. Just entered the game on the mound, moving from first base to pitcher with Jill coming into the ballgame from DH to play first. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Dutler. This one hit in the air to center. Wounsmeyer came in last inning, only has to go back a couple steps. He makes the catch. Runner's going to bluff the tag, not go anywhere, and smart throw into second base right. as the runner was almost picked off. That would have been a heads-up play. Yeah, did you see what Wilmsmeyer did there? He took about two extra steps back so he could get his momentum going forward to make a hot shot throw to second base. Well, the runner Schweitzer bluffed like he was going to go to third, hoping to get a throw to third, and Wilmsmeyer threw it to second base, and when Schweitzer didn't get to the back to the bag all that quickly, it ended up being a close play there. So now two outs recorded, thanks to back-to-back -back outs by Ian Nolf. Now one more to get on Andrew Schroeder. Runner at second base. Here's the first pitch to Schroeder. This one, a strike in there. I believe they're going to rule that Schroeder swung. It was a half swing, but it's strike one to him. I think what you mean is it was a half and a hair swing. Y yeah, it's it was enough to get it for strike one. That's all. <laughs> it, wasn't, that, it wasn't by much. But. That's all that Nolf cares about at this point. Here's the 0-1 pitch out of the right hand of Nolf, and that one. Ben's in there, a called strike. That, I think, is the first off-speed pitch that he has laid it in his three batters face. He's working it down. It's taken him a few uh, a few pitches to work it down. But. Well, you can't really complain, or I can't really complain, because he came in and retired the first two that he's faced. So he's getting the job done. And now is ahead, no balls and two strikes on Schroeder. Schroeder is 0 for 3, did walk and score a run. The 0-2, grounded back up the middle, out the glove, or past the glove of Nolf, and that's into center field, a base hit. Runner's going to be waved around, a strong throw to the plate, and the runner is out by a mile. Runner coming home, Schweitzer did not even slide as Wolfsmeyer threw an absolute dart, and he was out at home plate, and despite up by seven runs, the Merchants send the runner there, and the Renegades make him pay, so it's something to cheer about there. Somebody needs to check Wilmsmeyer because he brought the guns to the ballpark. So Renegades trailing, we'll head to the bottom of the seventh, seven nothing to score on the Show Me Sports Network. Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Last chance now for the Renegades coming to the plate. 
trailing only by seven thanks to an absolute dart thrown by Ty Wollensmeyer to end that inning. Not often you see a team up by the margin that the Merchants are up send a uh, runner around from second on the single to center field, but the Merchants did that, and Wollensmeyer made him pay, and runner coming home didn't even attempt sliding as that throw was there well in time. Well, nice job, too, by Luke Fuller to get set up there as uh, he had a good position, was ready for that throw, and made a good play on both sides. New pitcher on to try and get the final three outs for the Merchants. It's Zach Nelson, the lefty pitcher, coming on. So with that, Caden Johnson, who is currently in line for the win, pitched a really nice ball game. Exits. He went six innings, struck out four, walked two, gave up five hits, and most importantly, did not give up a run. And that's where we currently stand. He's out of the ball game. And now new pitcher on. He'll face the bottom of the Renegades order due up in the seventh inning. It'll be Shreve's drill and Noel 789. Renegades have a ton of work to do here. Final warm-up pitch is fired in there. So Shreves will get to step in the box. He is 0 for 1. Walked and grounded into a double play. And he'll lead off the seventh inning. The final inning due to this day being a double header. This rate, it looks like we're maybe getting the second game starting. What do you say? Maybe about 7.45. It's 7.15 right now. So depending on the length of this inning. Short break in between before right, we're right back on for the call of game two. Here's the first pitch to Shreves. Up and away. And that's ball one to get this bottom of the seventh going. It was a normal evening. This is right about when we'll be getting underway for a normal game, but we're just wrapping up the first of two as Shreves gets the seventh inning going. Swings and misses here. So now one ball, one strike. Nolan Drill, the DH, and actually now first baseman waits on deck with Nolf in the hole. New pitcher, Zach Nelson, looking to get the final three outs. One-on pitch to Shreves, hit in the air to shallow right center field. Right fielder looks like he's going to make the catch. Nope, gives way to the center fielder alt, and that's an out first of the inning. Both the center fielder, right fielder, and the second baseman all made the way out there to shallow right center, but it was Alt who at the very end called everyone off and made the catch, and he retires Shreves for out number one. So no one drill now in. He is struck out and popped out. Renegades down to the last two outs. I know St. Joe scored four and had a throwing comeback last night, but seven seems like a tall task. Well, that's a good way to come back if we're going to do it. So drill in. Nobody on. One out. Here's the first pitch to him. Upstairs a ball. Drill struck out swinging in that first at bat in the second before popping out to the first baseman to end the fourth inning. That's now... But the Renegades just two outs between them and a loss here at home. Swings and misses, and that's now one ball and one strike. If the Renegades can't come back, they'll fall to 9-11. and 11. Meanwhile, the Merchants would move to 13-12. and 12. These two games stay the last two times that these two teams will face each other this regular season. Swung on and missed, and now 1-2 and two on Nolan Drill. They do have the option to make up that game that was rained out, but I don't think they will. If they do make it up, it would be played in Carroll. So a pretty long bus ride for the Renegades. One ball and two strike now on Nolan Drill. The pitch, this one popped up, foul, and that's going to get out of play. So we'll stay right here at a ball and two strikes. Renegades, even just if it's for some pride and momentum moving into the second game, maybe you'd like to see them get anything going here on offense. They've been blanked on the scoreboard 
had it looked to have something going in the bottom of the six before a triple play ended the inning. Now here, bat with nobody on and one out in the seventh. One-two pitch, this one lined out to second base on a hop, coming in and making throw over to first base and scooped out of there for out number two, Matthew Cinder Reed. And Nolan Drill is retired for out number two. So Nolf coming to the plate now, looks to be the last hope for the Renegades. Came in to pitch last inning and retired all three batters that he faced. So did a nice work there on the mound. We'll see what he can do on the offensive side here. Looks to continue this game at Vivian Fuel between the Renegades and the Merchants. Nolf over two, flew out to right and lined out to the third baseman. Nelson one out away from stealing things here. Here's the first pitch to Nolf. In there a called strike delivered out of the left hand. If this game does continue, we'll go back to the top of the lineup for Ty Wunsmeyer, who would be taking his first at-bat. Came in for Forte a couple innings ago. Oh, one pitch is fouled off, and now one strike to go between the Renegades and a loss here tonight. Caden Johnson currently in line for the win if this one holds up. Caleb Carricker would take the loss tonight. No save with this being a seven-run ball game. Nolf back in there. He's in a no two count. Nelson looks to finish him off, and here's the delivery. Way up high, and that goes to the backstop on the fly. Just a bit outside. Yeah, I don't think Nolf was going to offer it that one. Never really even looked like he was going to swing there. So he does get the ball. Still a chance here for the Renegades. Number nine hitter Nolf bats with Wormsmeyer on deck and Ott in the hole, but nobody on and two out, and oh, a two strike count. Here comes the one-two delivery. It skips in there. And back-to-back -back pitches that are nowhere close have run into a two-ball, two-strike count on Nolf. So Nolf back in there facing the lefty Nelson. He's retired trees and drill on a fly on a ground out. And now is in a two-ball, two-strike count with two outs to Ian Nolf. He kicks and delivers. This one fouled off. And Nolf prolonging this bat. He doesn't want to be the last out here tonight. Well, it's good to see the fight is still alive with him there as he's trying to battle back, stay in this, get a chance to win the battle here. After the foul ball, Nolf steps back in. Wolfsmeyer waiting on deck. And after the foul ball, will once again do a two-ball, two-strike pitch. Lefty sets. He kicks and delivers. This one outside, and now it's run full to Nolf. Nolf can continue this ball game. Wolfsmeyer waiting on deck with Ott in the hole. Nolf back in there. Righty batter does have the advantage taking the, facing the left-handed pitcher. He's ready, and here's the 3-2 pitch. This one low, and that's a two-out walk. A pretty nice at-bat there for Ian Nolf. Give him credit. Despite the deficit, certainly worked one there. Yeah, I definitely didn't give up on it. We like to see that. It's one of those Renegades characteristics we look for. So Ty Wolfsmeyer will get the chance to bat. His first of the evening came in a couple innings ago in center field. I think it's likely, even though he has played a couple innings, you'd think we'd see Wolfsmeyer in the second game as well. Nolf off of first base. They do hold him on. Here's the first pitch to Wolfsmeyer. Skips in there, and that's ball one to the new Renegade center fielder. The pitcher here has lost most of his control right now. Wolfsmeyer last night hit second, played third base, was one for four, but a 
the one was a big one. It was an RBI double down the right field line that scored three runs. At the time, put the Renegades out in front five to nothing. Here's the one out of Wilmsmeyer. This one grounded to third. Is it fair? It is. Long throw across the diamond is just in time to get Wilmsmeyer. And that's the old ball game thanks to a ground out to end tonight's festivity. So the Renegades with that fall to the Merchants by a final score of 7 to nothing in game one of this doubleheader. Jefferson City falls to 9 and 11 back-to-back -back losses. Meanwhile, the Merchants improved to 13 and 12. And the Renegades with a chance to knock things up with the Outlaws at the top of their division gain or lose some ground here and we'll have to wait to potentially get back at it in the second game so after a defeat like this Blake what are you looking for in game two for the Renegades well you know really a short-term memory just don't even think about game one come out here take a chance between games they're going to work the field get some water get hydrated you know wash your face off get some water where you need it to cool off and then just forget about game one and come out here as if it's an OO approach that uh you know, have a short-term short -term memory of that. Maybe, you know, you take a minute to talk about it, which they're going to with head coach for the uh, Renegades and Mike D'Amelia. But uh, after that, after the conversation's done, you just forget what happened and get ready just like it's any other game day and uh, get out there ready to play some baseball. Well, a couple stats here as the Renegades fall 7 to nothing. The Renegades put up zero runs on just five hits. Meanwhile, the Merchants really take it to them. They score seven runs. They put up 12 hits to go along with a couple of walks, and it felt like the Merchants were just all over the base pass all game long. Winning pitcher Caden Johnson, he went six innings, struck out four, walked two, gave up five hits, and did not allow a run. And then Zach Nelson in relief pitched the last inning, walked just one, didn't strike out or give up a hit to anybody, but did not allow a run. He is the second of the two pitchers that the Merchants used. Meanwhile, the Renegades used three. Caleb Carricker takes the loss and has four earned runs on the line, but pitched a lot better than the box score looks, and I'll let you get to that here in just a second, Blake. But Carricker went five innings, struck out two, walked two, gave up nine hits, and the four earned run. Helsher in relief pitched an inning, struck out a batter, walked three, gave up two hits, and gave up three runs. And then Ian Nolf out of his one inning in relief. Let up just one hit, done on a lot of run. If you want to look at a couple bright spots for this Renegades lineup, despite only the five hits, Brennan Perkins had two of them reach base all three times. Another one that had the two hits for the Renegades, Luke Fuller, he was two for three with a single and a double. Outside of that, no, though not a whole lot to look forward to for the Renegades tonight. Although, like I was saying, Carricker did not pitch a bad ball game. Oh, you're absolutely right on that, and that's the thing. I, I talk about it a lot uh, in some of the other sports that I broadcast is, you know, you have to look at the game as a whole. Really, he did a great job, but coming out to the end of uh, his tenure on the mound, it just kind of had some control issues, you know, had some uh, give up some runs and, and other things. And, you know, it, it wasn't a bad performance, as you said, something that uh, definitely shouldn't hang his hat on, something that he should look at and know that it was a quality start. But on the flip side of that, though, he didn't have much offensive output uh, from his squad to help him out. You know, despite giving up a few runs, didn't have anybody there to, uh, to help him out to, to push some runs across on his side. So we'll see if the Renegades can get both of those things clicking as we're going to head to game two. 
Renegades really needing the offense to turn it on as we'll play seven more after a quick break. We're going to head off the air while they do that. Final score, seven to nothing. The Merchants win. They go to 13 and 12 and one and one versus Jeff City on the air. Renegades drop to nine and 11 and they'll look to get back at it later tonight. So for Ben Schmidt and Blake Asley, thanks so much to everyone who listened in on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope you come right back with us here in about 20 minutes on the Show Me Sports Network for more Renegades versus Merchants baseball. But until then, take care, everyone. Final score, 7 nothing. Merchants win. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network after a quick break. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening, everybody. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.